trading my possessions for a cabin in the woods. Addictions and obsessions never did me any good. Waiting out the storm clouds of gas and steam. No one seems to know what any of it means. I've been tearing myself down A shot went off without a sound In the heart of a ghost town Keeping my feet upon the ground I've been laying my roots down In the heart of a ghost town Illusions and apparitions Dust back into dust Learn to trust our intuition Is this the promised land or bust? Fall out of our ambition Can more be ever enough? Now the water is poisoned The sky is alarming The soil's too hot to touch Built a ladder to the sun Wrestle to the ground Wind chimes recall generations Lost without a sound Flashing orange warning lights No sign is slowing down If no one sees it No one hears it How will we resurrect our spirit? the window like a flame to a whisper I'll fade away in there and then rise up like a phantom to haunt the world outside in the darkness from these forgotten woods in silent prayer and meditation See beyond the disinformation And the broken promise Of our industrial machine The planet's road to ruin Is paved with someone else's dreams I've been tearing myself down To bring our spirit back around Part of a ghost town to keep my feet upon the ground. I've been laying my roots down.
welcome to the Common Thread Collective. This is Global Val and, of course, Diamond Dave. Well, I know, of course, I made it. Step by step is a bit of our ordeal, but I made it. And hey, Val, here we are, and we're speaking to the world. And yesterday I made it to Hippie Hill. Let's talk about that in a bit. For what what day was it? It's a, it's the largest unofficial, totally unofficial holiday so far on the planet, although now it's gotten official approval enough so that they, uh, enough so that it's semi-official now. I'm talking about? 420. 420. And 420, the, the, again, now it seems that naturally it's a good that the Vatican. The, what's the, what? The Vatican. What about the Vatican? This grand central headquarters of 420 is for some reason Hippie Hill. <laughs> oh, you're saying Hippie Hill is the Vatican of, of, of well, cannabis? Well, in the sense that's pushing it a, a, a bit, but somehow the thousands and thousands and thousands of people have got the idea that it started right there. <laughs> and if they really want to support uh, four down twenty, which means I'm sure you all know, but I'm saying it again, a celebration of four twenty, celebration of marijuana, soon to be legal in California. It, yeah, it, it is. Might as well be legal. It is. Might as well be legal. Coming soon to be legal in a lot of places, including all of Canada. And in order to celebrate, they should come to the, well, I'm using the, the, the Vatican that loosely, should come to where it all began in their mind. Some go to Jerusalem, some go to Bethlehem, some go to Vatican, to the Vatican, because in their mind they're looking where it all began. And in people's mind, it all began at Hippie Hill. And so we're going to talk a bit about that. I got a few stories to tell. And I'm percolating. I know you do. And also we can tell about the connection of all those thousands of people. And all those thousands of people. And I don't believe there's a Trump voter in the by in the crowd, so they kept it quiet. That this is part of them I see this as part of the movement of people arising, the people resisting. We know the Attorney General has said Oh my goddess. The Attorney General said among other negative things, have said he wants to return to the mass incarceration of the eighties. Do you see that? Oh jeez. Mass incarceration, he wants to bring it back. And so people, whether they know it or not, are gathering to say, "Well, we are, we're having a we're having a mass a mass celebration, and we want no mass incarceration because we first started smoking there. I'll talk about what I'm talking already. We started going there to smoke, getting off Hate Street, to go have a J. That's a joint. To go have a smoke. That's where we smoke marijuana. We would go to Hippie Hill, and we started calling it Hippie Hill. And 19 that was 1967. So to be continued." I was there then, and I'm still here now. I guess that's one of the reasons why we have the Common Thread Collective. Because I was there then, and I was there now, and I've done a lot of radio, and I believe that's, uh, in this case, uh, internet radio, which wasn't even thought about back then. Um, thought about back then. So let's put that all together. Can you put Ubi on? That's the connection. Here's my son, Ubi Dooby, and he's gonna tell us everything he's gonna be. Take it away, Ubi. It's all gonna be okay I sing this happy song I 
Welcome back, everybody. So, yeah, that was Ubi Doobie singing, Everything's Going to Be All Right. Everything's Going to Be All Right. And uh, Dave over here talking about being an original hippie on Hippie Hill, uh, going f- coming forward into yesterday's uh, 420 Festival, <laughs> thousands and oh thousands of people at Golden Gate Park. Um, but we've got a guest in the studio, Katie Rubin. Yeah, hey, hey, Katie. Welcome. Thank Welcome. you. Thanks for having me. And yeah. so we're bringing in the discussion. She's beginning. Be, she's begun. Uh, uh, you you call it into a writing uh, writer's class. In other words, be yeah, yeah. writers help one another and encourage one another and show one another his stuff. So it's like a writer's workshop. Yeah, it is kind of a writer's workshop. So it's a it's a class that I've been doing online for a long time uh, okay. for a few years. Uh, you can write a solo show in it. You can learn to write stand-up comedy. You can write a book, a blog. It's kind of for any writer who's writing anything. I have um, five solo shows that I've toured the country with for the past 10 years. And I do. I have like four hours of stand-up comedy that I tour. And wow. doing all that, I sort of like fell in love with helping other people well, to create their own. logical next step for sure. Yeah, so it's, it's really fun. Cultivate, encourage. And there's a word they use in the... In the cyber world, for that to cultivate, to encourage, like you're planning it, uh, planning it, and lending a hand. What's the word? Well, anyway, that's how I see it. So, now, <laughs> so let's add to it the piano fight. Yeah. On Tuesday, that's where they play. Is where where our friends uh, do uh, uh, poetry and jazz on Tuesday. Every, uh, so the piano fight is. Uh, is it every Tuesday? No, uh, no it's not a, the wrong. word party it's is every third Tuesday. Well, not piano every fight. Third Tuesday. But word yeah, party. but but what's what's your? Um, Tell us more. Because that's where we met. We met down at the at piano fight, which yeah. is a really cool venue down at 144 Taylor Street in the Tenderloin. Yeah. Um, so do you perform there a lot, or what's so your relationship I've, with Piano Fight? Yeah, I've performed there a bunch in the past. I think my second and third solo show, we produced there a bunch, and, and we I liked those guys. They're, as you know, they're really um, supportive of just all kinds of different art 
stuff and they really were uh, great with letting me self-produce I've always been very self-producing kind of individual and so I uh, you know we did pretty well we sold out a few shows there and established a nice relationship I was actually with those guys when they were in their old space before they moved to the brand new awesome 144 Taylor they used to be on Mission oh okay yeah, what, what, were they, what, what were they called on Mission they were called the Piano Fight. Piano really? Fight. I yeah. never heard it until it first came up yeah oh, vaguely maybe so Piano Fight do they have a couple of pianos there? <laughs> I think they do. They do. I hope yeah. so. They better. So we have a piano <laughs> exactly. Uh, we get into it. Out of it could uh, could emerge a lot of things. Uh, word party. What you're doing could emerge out of this concept of two piano parties with a piano fight in between. Exactly. You could uh, do yeah. all kinds of stuff with two pianos. I think. So you talk about your solo shows. Give me a taste. What'd you call your last show? Solo show. Uh, my last solo show. Or the show. one before any solo show. Are we, can we say swear words on this you can show? Say whatever oh, you yes. Want. This okay. is Free Speech online. Radio. Yeah. We're, we're streaming free. around the planet on the internet on mutinyradio.fm. Gotcha. And uh, we're not uh, cool. censored. So, so it's Free Speech non, non radio. Radio. Non radio. Radio. Go ahead. Got it. My last solo show was commissioned by an equity theater in Sacramento called Capital Stage. And the show was called Fuck Christmas, but gently and with love. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> and before that, that I have like four, and I have four other shows yeah but that was the most recent one it was really fun to do that one because it was commissioned and that's always nice where someone comes to you and goes like hey make us a show and here's what we'll pay you and that was refreshing Shoot. that's awesome yeah it was great well, I, I always I always admire and celebrate working artists because yeah. it's really hard to be an artist and like you know know how to you know live off of whatever you're trying to do so whenever I come across like working artists I'm like Bravo! You know, yeah, it's thanks. like when it works out and you're, you know, kind of opening yourself to, to the different networks and opportunities. Yeah, um, it's no joke, the life of a, of a working artist, for uh, sure. Well, and your last name is what again? Ruben. Ruben. So I'm Jewish, so you're Jewish. Yeah, dad's so I want to put, I want to say, well, how do I say it in a good way? Well, what's this guy asking me if Jewish is he? That's how you so say you're it. not Jewish, so you can take it, so you can, you can come in you can say, uh, Passover, Hanukkah, uh, uh, Hanukkah, well, would you do that? Passover, fuck, Passover, Hanukkah, and Christmas. Would you do that? Would I do what? Passover and Hanukkah. Would you have a show named Passover and Fuck Passover and Hanukkah? Oh, that's funny. I don't think I know enough about Passover and Hanukkah. Okay. Oh, you're a non observant Jew. Yeah, no, yeah. That's it was like a dad's side, Jew. but in a non, a really inactive oh, way. Oh, you're not Jewish. <laughs> I mean, for me, it's my mother's side, which means I'm indeed I'm a Jew to the Jews. Gotcha. A Jew to the Jews. So, and Jesus was, of course, a Jew. Indeed. So when you say that, they either brother Jew, whatever they did with him, however they misestablished what he was about, however they took over his name and pretended that he believed he was the son of God, which he never did. He believed he was the son of man. He believed that Jesus, I, well, I believe that Jesus was no son of God, but he did come, was a, was a fellow human being who came to help teach us to love one another. I agree. I do agree. So we want to talk to people. I, I also appreciate the, the, the irreverence of, of your title. Thank you. Yeah, The title was meant to make fun of the sort of holiday of it, not right. the, the sort of commercial. And that's also like the show is really about um, 
all the expectations we tend to have as a culture of like it should be fun all the time and we're gonna go see family and that's gonna be great it's not always great it's often terrible and so I wanted to make a show that was like hey sometimes Christmas is not awesome and you're not a bad person if you're having a hard time at the holidays is sort of the point of that particular and show. I think that's I get a good it. point I feel that way about Easter <laughs> I'm like I'm not going to Easter yeah no <laughs> I went to Easter this year, though. It was fine. But, yeah, it's it's true, though. It's nice to open those up. Like, I have a senator in the student government of City College. And one of the members wanted to do the, an Easter egg hunt. Yeah. And he's the guy, he's the vice president of cultural affairs, a, a post I held twice with a budget of, of the Associated Student Council of City College. And he wanted to do an Easter egg hunt. And I said, wait a minute, first of all, most of the students are going to class, by class to class. I don't think they're into it. And second of all, hey, Mr. Vice President of Cultural Affairs, he's just kidding. What, what does Easter, what does Easter, what does eggs have to do with Easter? Easter is about the death and resurrection, or so they say, of Jesus, Son of God. Now, what do eggs have to do with it? Well, I don't know. What, is, what do rabbits have to do with it? I don't know. Why don't you think it must go, you, you should find out, you're the VP of Cultural Affairs, I did this in a more general way. Find out, what it, could it have to do, be, be about fertility? Fertility, is that the right word? Yeah. Fert, fertile fertility? Have it be about something that goes along before there was a Jesus. There was Jesus. There was a pagan holiday, don't you think, maybe? Just maybe, and maybe you as VP of Cultural Affairs, since you want to do an Easter egg hunt, and they want us to be involved in hiding paper eggs, so not even Easter eggs. This is not going to happen. But anyway, <laughs> Easter eggs. Why don't you find out about it, VP of Cultural Affairs? I said it a better way. But I said this. Educate yourself. And then, uh, and then decide whether an Easter egg is what you want to say in college. So let me ask you, hey, uh, now that we've established something, so as a producer, you're commissioned. You're commissioned because one, you can you can put your eye, you can get a good mental grasp of the idea. I, I, I'm assuming they gave you the idea of the title, and also you know a bunch of I'm, I'm doing this thing with my finger, a bunch of comedians who you can say, look, we got a show as a theme. And I know each one of you is, uh, does what you do separately, but, but let's have this idea of a theme. It's fairly new. I'm putting it out there. Let's see if I got it. Well, fuck Christmas, and not on the horse you rolled on, and fuck Christmas, but in a gentle, kind way. Take it away, comedians. Is that what you do? Because you uh, had a bunch of comedians who came in. Uh, or people do stuff on to the, on the mic. I don't know if there are comedians and exactly what comedians are. It's a it's a it's a wide uh, wide definition. Well, but uh, I think what we're saying here is Katie does her own her own show, right? Like you're yeah, actually bringing so people in. You're doing a solo show. So for the whole evening, a solo show. No, so the um, no, so be. fuck Christmas with but gently in with love was a solo show. Solo I, show. Yes, that I did. That's an hour and a half long, and it's just me doing characters and Shoot. telling the whole. It's like an entire play, and I play all the characters. Well, Fun. Well, they do that over here at the at the, at the uh, people do that. I've seen that, but I could I've also imagine how difficult that could be. It's intense. It's intense. I, so the, the class I'm here to talk about is where I teach other people how to create a show of their own. 
where they would play characters and tell a story. And you can create a solo show or a stand-up comedy set or a blog or a book or video, like pretty much anything you want to create. Or just get, out there, the class or just get out there in the That's... street corner, as we used to do. And, uh, <laughs> but I think... My character. Right, go ahead, David. With this... With the, uh, with the, it's the, so you're going to be having a workshop. Tell us about it and when is it? And yeah. How people can sign up and, and what they can expect to, to kind of get from this and, awesome. and such. Yeah. Oh, hold hold okay. on, Dave. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on just a second. I just wanted to explain her she, workshop she, a little bit. She helps me make sure that this doesn't become a solo show. Got it. By me, me. Yeah. Play my own role. Cool. Go ahead. So uh, it's a seven-week class. Um, you come once a week on Thursdays from 7 to 10 p.m. at Piano Fight, actually. Um, there's also an online version. So if you can't show up in person, you can take it online on Tuesday nights from 6 to 9. Um, all the information about both of those those things when and where and all that is um tell your story with katie.weebly.com so that's tell your story with katie.weebly.com and uh, again it's the aim of the class is it's seven weeks and each week you come with whatever material you have or don't have you perform it for 10 or 15 minutes you get feedback from me and we together create a sort of a homework plan for you to work on for the coming week and then you come back the next week having moved the piece forward so my aim is for people to really leave at the end of the seven weeks with their piece having really progressed that's really cool i mean considering that it's it's like you said it's an hour a week right it's three hours three hours a week yeah Mm -hmm. that's nice so then you can take it on take it on the road right yeah yeah so I've been teaching this a long time online, and I've taught it at several like regional theaters around the country. Um, I'm also I happen to be teaching an improv class at Stanford right now, which Dude. is kind of a coup. And I'm who is right? About. Very cool. Yeah, cool. yeah. Very in cool. the continuing studies department, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they they call us lecturers, I guess. Lecturers. It's the continuing studies under uh, like a legit. Stanford professor per se, but it's for the continuing studies people who I happen to love a whole lot because they're just like working, intelligent people who are like, I'm choosing to take a class now. So they're very curious and they've chosen the class. So they're happy to be there. Right. You know, which I really like. So this class that we're talking about tonight or right here is... aimed at people who are also like actively seeking a place to help themselves develop material yeah to break down the walls yeah of the open mic through comedy i'd like to see it happen the spoken word same word and just break down the walls and emerge that's the idea and you're gonna help them emerge that's the plan as a cash on the barrelhead you'll give them a week and then after the week i hope they come up with a with a certain what do you say what do you got to call it do re me boom that means yes. Yes. Bam. <laughs> Got it. And, you, yeah. and and that's really cool because, you know, I have encountered a lot of artists like who, you know, say, well, I'm trying, I want to do a solo show. I want to put my stuff together, but they don't necessarily have the, the people who will give them the feedback that they're looking for. Yeah. And, you know, as a solo show and you're like well i could do this in front of the mirror all day and like exactly. hope that it works right. um or it sounds good to me now but that not the not the next time i do it um so that's really cool so what's the name of the 
the class? The class is called Tell Your Story, which is why it's at tellyourstorywithkatie.weebly.com. And again, there's the seven-week version that you can take in person with me at Piano Fight on Thursday nights. We start next Thursday, the 27th of April. And then there's the online version on Tuesday nights, which you could take from the comfort of your living room. If you're not quite ready to get up in front of people, you can take it from a... There's an online platform called Zoom Zoom that makes it really easy to... Tell your story. Zoom. Hang out and study together. Nice. Have like online classes and yeah, such. Yeah, Brad. You see everybody. They see you, and it's it feel it feels like you're in person with them, which is wow. really fun. So I mean, that that's a cool format. A that. Yeah. How long have you been doing? Uh, how long have you been teaching? Uh, for, kind of forever. I've always been a, a performer, writer, educator. So uh, I mean, as long as I've been working, I've been making solo shows for twenty years and teaching as long. I'm also a regional theater actor, so I do a lot of local professional oh theater. Nice. And have taught a lot of acting classes and. Stuff oh my like goodness. Oh. oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Oh my I goodness. always I always enjoyed acting classes in school. I was never in any plays per se, like I couldn't memorize stuff. But uh, it was always fun to like play around and do improv and yeah. Um, yeah, it's just kind of like creative play. Yeah, exactly. Um awesome. Yeah. Tell your story with Katie. That's K T I E. Tell your story with Katie. Dot Weebly, W E E B L Y, which is a really fun word to say, Weebly. Weebly. It is fun. Tell your story with katie.weebly.com is the website, but people can also email you directly. Yeah, Do you want to? Sure. At klrubin, R U B I N, at gmail.com. That's K as in kiss, L as in love, Rubin, R U B I N, at gmail. Nice. Um, kiss and love and rubbin. Yeah. But, but Rubin, one, one, one B. Do you have some students already? Yeah, yeah, we've got a bunch so, of people enrolled. Got a bunch of people enrolled. It's going to be happening. You come on. I'm thinking about, of course, I'm hearing about this for the first time and kind of imagining myself in that seat that, that you're sitting in now, doing something like that. And I could imagine coming to the class as you do and playing a certain, uh, but playing not just coming as yourself, but, but coming as, 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 as certain roles that you've, been, that you've, uh, that you've embraced yeah. certain roles that you've embraced and approach the class in that way. Absolutely. And and uh, the dialogue and back and forth, you could happen, and you could be as, uh, sliding on and with different roles emerging as you go on. It could be amazing. One more thing I have to say: you got your bag. I hope you might read something, <laughs> or give us a give us a give us a a taste of something that you would give me a taste of. And uh, like if you're a cook, you would give me a taste of. <laughs> you're doing what you want to give me a taste of. You know what people can do? Actually, that's a great point. If they want a taste of it, they, what they should do is go to YouTube. Of and course. Search for Katie Rubin, K A T I E R U B I N. Um, three of my five solo shows, the full entirety of the shows, are there on my channel. Right. And um, all my stand up comedy is there. So wow. there's like little, you can see each joke separately or you can see a full hour of jokes oh, there. Oh my goodness. And again, that's just. Katie Rubin on Katie YouTube. Rubin. Awesome. Yeah, yeah I was just going to say, we want to see see some of your work, say? but certainly don't need to put you on the spot for oh, it. Cool. It was funny. I was in where she sees what we do, and it's good to put it out there. Yeah. Let people know what you're about and what you could be about. And I'm thinking, I, I listen to NPR a lot. Because I'm alone a lot. It takes my time. I'm reading books of NPR. And it was now, there's like several tell your stories kind of shows showing up at NPR where people get up before a crowd and tell their story. Do you know about them? 
Yeah, actually, yeah. Um, the Moth and the moth? Um, the, what's the one Glenn Washington does? Oh, yeah. Snap, uh, judgment. snap Judgment. Snap Judgment. Yeah, yeah. Another, yeah there's a lot and of all the, this yeah, American all, Life. Y- yeah. And another step. And they're, each one is slightly different. This American Life is kind of the top of the field because it's one of the oldest. Mm-hmm. And I love it. And the moth is somebody who gets up there on stage somewhere in the country and tells a story without notes and just lets it flow. So I have this American Life, which seems to be free, but it's rather tightly produced. And then the moth, which aims to be freewheeling, and then there's several between. So that's something you can tell people when you do your program, when you do your class, that that's something to live up to, to try to get to, that would be another step along the way, to be able to be in one of those shows. Because I see, looking at you, hearing from you what you've done and what you're doing, that, that this is, uh, these are all steps along the way towards something. Exactly. And you're along these steps. You're well along these steps. <laughs> yeah. Well in along. In many de- different ways. You yep. come together, and here you are on a Friday afternoon talking to us, Katie, and I'm going to do, please write those things down for I'm going to look it up next time I have a chance. Cool. All that stuff. Hey, I want to thank you guys so much for having me on. I actually have to zip out, I but I really I appreciate you guys having me on. Thank you so much. You're welcome anytime. And also, if you look around at the glory that is Mutiny Radio, <laughs> if you're ever interested in trying to do a solo show here, we do some events and oh, things fun. like that. So oh, cool. Saturday nights, we have like an 8 to 10 slot where Sweet. folks can do like kind of, kind of a rental kind of okay. exchange kind of thing. Easy. Um, and then there's a podcast and you can have an audience and stuff like that and All right. and uh yeah we'd love to feature katie rubin on Thanks. mutiny Thanks. radio Thanks. and not Thanks. just in a in a conversation Hello. on an afternoon Hello, <laughs> thanks katie but you can get them on uh, on Friday night the Common Thread Collective okay. here there we can they can come down here conversation and do their thing this is the Common Thread Collective I'll just leave you with this as you zip out of here like a bee going from flower to flower to let people know and say hello but this is the Common Thread Collective and it's these four lines that came to me from the spirit a lot of guys do that that, that, that that, that, that set this show cast a wide net find the common thread let life flourish and then don't panic we just keep it organic nice. so find that common thread I love it thank I you. Love you yeah and we do also if, for the comedians in your life um Mutiny Radio has a lot of comedy. There's the comedy uh, happy hour, which happens every Friday from 6 to 8. And there's a comedy showcase every set Friday from 8 to 10. But uh, thanks, Katie Rubin. It's great. Oh, you're one stand-up line. I'm stand-up line. Dave has one. I'm funny this way. I go to an AA meeting. It makes me want to drink. I go to comedy night. It makes me want to cry. Thank you, sister. Nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. All right, Katie Rubin, go check out her her work on YouTube. Check out her class. Tell your story with katie.weebly.com. You're listening to the Common Thread Collective. And Dime Dave's on a tear. Put a little calming, soothing music, huh? What do you think about that? Now you found yourself upon the prophet's trail. You're out to find the secrets that lie beyond the veil In the day after next, you're sitting safe The same stars that shine over you, shine over me 
Light streams through our hearts and windows Warm and bright, broken by the blinds Burning bold white stripes and shadows cross our faces As we read between the lines notes and empty phrases the simple truth can take a while to find just as much to tell a lie maybe I can buy me some time maybe I can buy me some polarized lenses for deeper vision Prescription pills for when I fly too high Balance, passion, and precision Maybe I can buy me some time Bought my ticket at the airport Non-stop to Phoenix, $13.99 baggage Finally lost my fear of flying 800 miles of unseen desert From the moment we departed I arrived Did my shopping from the sky Maybe I can buy me some time Maybe I can buy me some tolerance for difference of opinion A wall to shield us from the world outside Imported whiskey and ammunition Maybe I can buy me some time Maybe I can buy me some Some time. 
Maybe I can buy me some Chalcedony crystals for superstition And herbal cure to help sustain the fire Faith when I'm losing my religion Maybe I can buy me some time Still not hear the strumming Can you turn back the clock And see what's coming Is it the echo of footsteps Or sounds of distant drumming Approaching weather Changing of the tides Still no sleep in three days running So I won't get left behind Trying to complete this new world order Race across the digital divide Get a ticket, pay the fine Maybe I can buy me some time Maybe I can buy me some fossil fuel to go the extra mile Another chance to see you smile Maybe I can buy me some time Maybe I can buy me some time Maybe I can buy me some time Hey, you're listening to the Common Thread Collective here at MutinyRadio.fm. Sorry for the little uh, little bit of dead air time there. I was not paying attention. Uh, stepped outside. You know, we do. If you're, I want you to know, if you're listening out there, you're welcome to join us at 2781 21st Street here in the Mission District, corner of 21st and Florida. This is a gathering space for community. The door is open as are our hearts and minds and uh, ears. And I, I'm seeing fists raised in the air in, in a chord out in the little funky studio space, art gallery space. Um, so if you've never been to Mutiny Radio, I do invite you to come down and check it out any given Friday afternoon. If you've got music or poetry or activism or just any kind of um, community message you'd like to put out there, come on down and join us. Um, there's also lots of other opportunities to be involved at Mutiny Radio. Um, and uh, check out the website while you're there, mutinyradio.fm. And now we've got a new friend in the studio. Terrence is here, and Diamond Dave's here. And uh, welcome back. You were on the um, the weekly review with Roman yeah. earlier today. I was. Thank you so much. Thank you so, so much. Yeah, I and, was. And then you guys hooked up, met each other. 
over in Berkeley. I, if I have this right, Berkeley. And in fact, your T-shirt says the the Bay Area Queer Anti-Fascist Network. That's correct. And the word was that a bunch of fascists, crypto-fascists, semi-fascists, alt-right people were coming to Berkeley. Yes, sir. Various networks, various folks says no, we're not going to just let that happen without without a strong protest. And that's what happened. Is that right? That's accurate. Uh, I'm I'm just getting up here to the Bay. I went to the Kayla Moore um, gathering of maybe like a year ago. And- in, in Berkeley um, at uh, a Sean uh, I can't remember the gathering space but a very uh, radically inclusive space and they have yeah that might have been then uh, uh, S-H Ashkenaz Ashkenaz on San Pablo Avenue Ashkenaz thank you so much Ashkenaz has been for years a place for folk singers Okay. A, pe- a place where people to gather and meet one another, uh, right there, right there, in a very good spot to have a gathering of any sort. Ashkenaz, yes. And then uh, after there, and after that, you went to say, where do you, where were you living? Where did you grow up? Uh, I was born in Oakland. Uh, I was raised in Ohio, so I grew up in Ohio, and uh, I was raised uh, as a female in Ohio, and I was in the Navy. I joined the Navy uh, again as a female, and uh, I transitioned. Uh, shortly after, like two years after getting honorably discharged, thankfully, from the Navy, I did serve uh, prior to the repeal on Don't Ask, Don't Tell. So, um, yeah, I, I, I got out so I could live, you know, freely and not have to be, uh, you know, uh, awarded a uh, person of the state. Categorized. Know? Yeah, categorized. Put in a box. Yeah, absolutely. Made it have, having to be something that you're not. Absolutely. And finding that is who you are. Yes, sir. Absolutely. You got it, brother? Yeah, you I got mean, it. I mean, uh, yeah, brother, that's right. Yeah. I got it, brother. You got it, brother. So I must got it, brother. And so now you come to San Francisco, and you're... Uh, back to the bay. Yeah. Back to the bay. With the fresh breath of fresh air. San Diego, I, I oh, my to goodness. quickly from that place. It is, uh, yikes. Just Well, that was a place if you were in the Navy. Yeah. If you're good. a Navy kind of person. That's right. If your whole, if your, if your gender was, by was, was your gender was supposed to be that way. You know it well. That, well, I don't know why, but I'm just guessing ahead. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's a good, really I'm just great guessing. Guess. I'm putting my mind in your mind and <laughs> really say what. So you said, I think I'm going to come back to the Bay. Yes, sir. From where I started out way back then, now back yeah, to the Bay, yeah. and maybe meet some other folks like me. Absolutely. And also meet some folks who who share in this time of Trump. Yeah. Shapiro says share some political, gender, social, cultural perspective. You get, yeah, you got it, hundred percent, absolutely. Well, fuck yeah, it's right Yeah, I man, appreciate it, and it is it has been great. I love the Bay Area. It is. I feel like I was definitely made to be here. This feels definitely like home. Um, and I want to just like encourage other folks, you know, even if you can't get out of your space, you know, to create the space, um, you know, get click clacking with your fingers and find the, the community that we need to to live freely. You know, we were all meant to create it to live abundantly. Um, and, and it is uh, it is um, it is a misconception, a widely known misconception that we can't, you know, that we, we need to live in, in the lack. And um, I refuse to, to settle for that, and we all should. And so I'm just, I just want to encourage my people of color and my community, um, you know, that we deserve better. And I'm, you know, just let's go get well, it. Yeah. yeah. I know. I was thinking about that um, last week, uh, well, along the same lines of, uh, in the but in the context of just commuting across, you know, and 
and uh, how things can be really like so compact, impacted and compacted and, yeah. and close quartered and stuff. And, you know, it keeps, keeps people close, but at the same time, it's like, you kind of come out on the other side and you're kind of drained and, you know, it's like people should be, you know, be able to live a, 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 like just just like a pleasant lifestyle sure. right i mean sure. it's kind of simple stuff yeah you know it doesn't seem like it's too far far reaching right well, just... and particularly in these in this time of what i call the time of trump yeah yeah when i realized that trump mm. it came to who he is who he is it was like a some of the spirit speaks to me it feels like a spirit speaks to me oh, yeah. and i think about trump and then her then i hear his spirit she spoke to me and she said trump is the evil one. Hmm. And once we realize that it one thing that this is the evil one. A man who wants to build a wall. Wants to spend billions, billions, millions, billions of dollars building this wall, a totally unnecessary wall, building this wall. I said, Well, I need to build a wall. We need to build a wall. Yeah. We need to use this show and everything I do to build this wall. Yeah. But our wall is a wall of love. Yeah, bro. A wall of love with a rainbow bridge. Yes, sir. And hey Darren, you walked across that bridge. At some point, not so long ago, you walked across that bridge, that rainbow bridge, into this wall, and where you could be a free human being. Absolutely, yeah, and and that's 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 the message that I try to I just carry with me day in and day out, and that's why like I wanted to um, start this um, this small business. It was called Vibe Bright, you know. Vibe Bright. Yeah, and so it's just it's whole body wellness. You know, it's 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 mental, it's physical, it's uh emotional it's financial right it's sexual health these are all things that like i noticed that in my community of color and queer community we don't talk as freely as we should you know we feel there's a lot of like um just stereotypes and misconceptions and like um um guilt um, about feeling certain ways about certain things and so I want to create like just space where you can speak freely it's radical inclusive you know come and share whatever radical inclusive yeah and in fact just before you is sister Ruben there she is yeah here. and she has her, her thing says hello it's, it's now that it is now hello is now the time to tell your story yeah and that seems just by chance not too likely that's what you're telling them yes, what you're sir. saying a place where people can tell your story absolutely their story they don't have to think well I gotta be a comedian I better be funny so, oh, oh. <laughs> or I better be very tragic or very tragic or oh, all yeah. that can bend it yeah. but if you just say tell your story mm -hmm. and this is a place where you can tell your story is that right Terrence? yes sir absolutely I love to hear I love to talk I love to listen um it's kind of like a gift and a curse, right? <laughs> well, what do poets do? <laughs> I'm nodding my head. Uh, if you see us, I'm nodding my head. Yeah. And what do poets do? <laughs> poetry, open mic, people tell their, uh, they use poetry to tell their story. Yeah. Comic, open mic, they tell their, they use comedy to tell their story. But you're kind of transcending all of that and saying, let's get together. So what do, what do we need to do to help make this happen, Terrence? Yeah, thanks. It's um, already happening. How can we help make it happen? Thank you. Just, I mean, off this opportunity to share on it, just letting folks know, you know, that, that there is space to, to have these conversations, right? Um, my my name is Terrence, you know, Katon Miller is how you can find me. And I, I just want to know where folks are that are questioning, uh, the, the these that have these questions so that we can, build the space for each other wow like that is it 
That's, yeah, the bringing, making community possible, yeah. facilitating that. So you're calling it Vibe Right? Bright. Vibe Bright? Vibe Bright. <laughs> I get it. Bright vibe like this. Bright. Put it out there. Vibe Put your brightness bright. out of there. Not the dark side, but the bright side. Because yeah, people bright. come together. Come together vibe vibe Bright. But Vibe Bright. Yeah. Hey, Terrence. I like it. It's kind of a, a lip pucker. <laughs> bright, bright, lip pucker. Vibe bright. Well, anyway. Vibe Bright. Nice. Uh, I love your style. I love who you are and whatever we can do. Thank you, brother. To make that happen. Keep keep us in the loop. Let's say once again, how do they find you, Terrence? Sure. My name is Terrence, T-E-R-R-A-N-C-E. Kayton, K-A-Y-T-O-N. And Miller is my last name, but that's how you find Damn it. Damn, it's a K-Con. Okay. So if people go on like Google? social media or. Yeah. yeah. All right. Terrence Katon. Terrence Katon. And so is this Vibrite already kind of a group you formed or yeah, what's, what's the stage of it? People right. come together? right now, it's just meeting in my in my, my, my mobile office, which is my, my van. <laughs> oh, shit. That's great. You want a beautiful day like that? On hey. a beautiful day like this, you can take it to get out of the yeah. van and go on the grass. We, cru- we cruise to the beach. And I, me and my buddies or whomever, you know. Nice, we, we beautiful. So you get buddies, and just talk. The way know. I say it is, strangers becoming friends. Yeah, absolutely. Friends becoming family. Absolutely. Family becoming community. Absolutely. And community on the move. That's it. That's, That's our movement, movement, brother. Yeah. The, I know the Bye, community man. on the move. Hello, it's Dave's brother. line. Hello, yeah. I was like, that's that's more appropriate than ever. Yeah, brother. Yeah. <laughs> doing more together than any of us can do on our own. Yes, sir. <laughs> and, and, and get what you can and get what you need. Thank you. Where you can. Thank you. Yeah, when I'm you in can. Oakland. Yeah. However you can. In other words, lend a hand. Huh. And so there you go. Lend a hand. It's Vibrite right Vibrite. here. Vibrite. And last, uh, yesterday, we'll talk about this more when we merge. Yesterday, I happened to make it to where in one way it all started. The hippie movement all started. People are saying. Hippie movement to Hippie Hill. Where I was, uh, do you know Hippie Hill? Do you know Hippie Hill? I've heard of it. You go just walk into Golden Gate Park, uh, the end of Haight Street, okay. where the park begins. You walk straight down, you go through this tunnel, and a little bit to the right, You'll probably hear the drums. To the left is a playground. Okay. And that'd be Hippie Hill. Okay. And I was there in 1967. <laughs> wow. I'd come back in 65 as helping to kick off the hippie movement. Okay. And as you know, or maybe know, or I'm about to tell you if you know it or not, or what do you know, <laughs> you could go to prison for long terms of prison. They want to re- restore that. For a long year, it's just for smoking some marijuana. Oh. And that's where we used to go off Hate Street. And we'd say to one another, let's go, we were on Hate Street where it was kind of happening. It hadn't really been happening because that song, that song, come to San Francisco, wear some flowers in your hair. You'll meet some friendly people there and hadn't gone around the, the country and the world and everything. And so this huge crowd came to San Francisco to meet some friendly people and that happened to be us. All right. But there was still some, something was happening, you tell. But we say, let's go to Hippie Hill and smoke a joint. Let's go, because it was, it was pretty dangerous. You could get picked up, suddenly find yourself in handcuffs, in jail, with long, not even make bail, for just smoking a joint. But now it's no longer that. It's now legal. But long before it was legal, people were smoking. It was, they made it illegal because people didn't, weren't paying any attention anymore. Is that right? 
people were smoking because they wanted to smoke because they felt like smoking and it was part of I don't know if it was part of your vibe right yeah. but I say it can be part of vibe right because then then, so then Sharon some Sharon a joint Sharon a, Sharon a little of the good herb yeah. was part of vibing right yeah it's radical inclusion radical it is radical inclusion, inclusion. and it's yesterday the, the passing of the pipe the peace that's pipe oh and we were doing it there every kind of peace pipe every kind <laughs> yesterday <laughs> at Hippie Hill and uh, Hippie Hill was was indeed 420. In other words, April 4th, or April 20, yeah, 420, April, April 20th is 420, and at 420 in the afternoon was 420 Marijuana Day. So I got there about noon, and, if, and where do they have it at Hippie Hill? Uh, Hippie Hill, which I guess has become kind of the place, the Vatican, the Central, whatever you want to call it, of pot smoking. Because they came, they came in their hundreds, and then their thousands, and then it was where they all came from. Oh, I've never seen a bigger crowd in all my life. All of them smoking. Finally, there's a purple cloud of smoke overhead. You could hardly see it. A deep purple, deep purple, like the movie. Deep purple cloud of smoke. Hey, Prince. Deep purple. <laughs> Deep purple cloud of smoke overhead. And everybody's smoking. Everybody's passing pipe. Everybody's was passing joints. Um, there was even, they said there would be no, what do you call it, no glass. Uh, yeah. bongs. bongs. No bongs, but there are bongs. <laughs> sure there were. They said nobody was going to be allowed up to under 18. What? Uh, the kids were definitely there. <laughs> The kids are there because they're the next generation. I don't yeah. see, and it was happening. Yeah. And I said, "Oh my God!" And I and I looked around, and what did I see overhead? A big sign that said, "Vibe bright." <laughs> oh, this guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I do this show. Because I, <laughs> fuck yeah, make even even I walk off of they pay it after me. So anyway, vibe bright. So I want you to come here and think about something to vibe brightness. Hey, you're always welcome here. You come through these doors, you write it, people come, Mm -hmm. hang out in. Absolutely. Right, right. Let us know what's happening. And I'll see you on the front lines. Thank you so much. Blessings. The front lines of peace and love love and understanding. understanding. And joy. That's my idea. Peace. That was not everybody's. That's everybody's idea, but that's the way it came to me now. What I'm talking about, we're building that wall. Peace, love, understanding, joy. And here's some music. Sun. I feel you touch me in the pouring rain And the moment that you wander far from me I want to feel you in my arms again And you come to me on a summer breeze Keep me warm in your love Then you softly leave And it's me you need to Savior, when I fall, and you made a thing. 
to the Common Thread Collective here, MutinyRadio.fm, San Francisco's Mission District. It is a beautiful day here, spring day, April 21st. And uh, as Dave was sitting here reminiscing about the, uh, the, 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 the inception of uh, Hippie Hill, uh, which is a, a kind of a worldwide destination here in San Francisco, uh, as you said, in, right inside Hippie Golden Hill. Gate Park. Hippie Hill and KPOO Radio also entered the conversation because that was happening pretty much the same time. They went a little later for KPU, but the strong connections, which is the connection between Hippie Hill, the diggers, the revolutionary movement that was going on that was arising in the hate, and KPU, and the name of the show, my show then, was calling it was One Struggle, Many Fronts. And there we were, and here we are, part of the people. Hey, brother, here we are, part of the people, here we are. Right so on. Continued. I see EK here. Yeah. Then I'm in front of me. I wish I could, I wish we could be seen. Well, maybe so we can. Oh, I'll we figure that out. Poster. We got the poster for Poems Under the Dome, which is coming up on Thursday the 27th. So EK's going to come in here in a, in a minute here and, and talk a about that. It's less than a week from now. It is less than a week from now. Here I am. There's EK. Hey, thanks, Terrence. Thank you. You're welcome yeah, to stick around, Terrence. of course, and hang out with everybody here. Hey, Val. How are you? I'm dandy. How about you, EK? You know, I have had a really, really good day. It's yeah, excellent. I, uh, Most excellent. We we uh, got out of school a little early. I 
got these beautiful posters for Poems Under the Dome today from Chad Xavier, who's a local San Francisco artist, who is incredibly generous, probably the most generous artist for poetry at any time ever. He's, <laughs> this is... Yay, Chad Xavier. Yeah, since year one, he's been doing a volunteer commission for Poems Under the Dome to do a beautiful art poster for us. And, you know, I I told him today, I was like, this is my favorite. He's like, you say that every year. I was like, I know. It's always (laughs) true. I don't see how these things are incompatible. (laughs) But this one is so badass. Dude, this one's really special. Are we going to, it's going to be on the website? Can we post Um, it? Can we get it up there like that? Like when I get home tonight from here, that will be one of the first things that I do is actually post this up on the website and send it around to our community representatives. We have community representatives from, I think I counted 17 open mics in San Francisco. Yeah. We've been busy, Val. Yes, you have. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I have been very busy, but you've been also busy. I have been busy. It's the busiest time of... It's kind of the busiest, like, two weeks of the year for me right now. It really is. And you know what I'm proud of? I somehow managed to also get my taxes done in spite of my really mixed feelings about that. (laughs) Yeah. You know? Sure. It's like, it's just all so challenging. But you know what? I'm really, like, optimistic. Like, I'm just not ready to throw out the baby with the bathwater, if you know what I mean. Sure. I do know what you mean. But yeah, everybody should... uh, Like, at some point, let's say by 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, if you want to see the 12th annual Poems Under the Dome poster by 8 p.m., if not a little before, um, I'll have it up on the website at poemdome.net. And uh, it's, it's, uh, it's really, this is, this is a departure. It's like really cool. Yeah, it's um, just to give you an idea. It's kind of the French Revolutionary Lady Liberty um, standing in the middle with her flag raised and her her dress torn and her feet bare, and it's kind of a st- she's standing on a bit of a bit of a starburst um, that actually fills in the silhouette of City Hall Dome. I know it's hard to imagine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, wait till you see it. Poemdome.net. Yeah, but it's it's badass, and we thank Chad Xavier um, for doing this every year for Poems Under the Dome, and especially in a year where he, in in his art studio space, uh, they were evicted. What was the name of their art so space So it wasn't again? exactly an eviction. Okay. It was more of an ejection. Um, their, their story is sad in a different way from the eviction story. They actually came to the end of like a 20-year lease. And wow. um, <laughs> it was the Blue Studio at 17th and Mission, mm. um, right above Thrift Town. Which is also closed now. Yeah. Probably for the same reason, I imagine. Um, But yeah, they came to the end of the lease and they tried to negotiate some kind, like basically their idea was they wanted to start a nonprofit so that they could do fundraisers and meet the level of rent that was being asked, which 
there was reasonable assurance they could. Like, they actually had a lot of local Renaissance-style San Francisco benefactors be like, yeah, we can pledge these amounts. We can help you out, yeah. Um, there were no, there were seventy-five artists 75. in that wow. studio, oh my and so uh, the landlord wasn't into it, and he basically just said no, in spite that of the fact sense, that yeah. like There's the supervisor got involved. Like David Compost at the time was a supervisor, you know, he he was involved, like really trying to like support. The neighborhood local, culture local, and trying local, to keep local. neighborhood culture in the neighborhood and it didn't work and so 75 artists sort of the the diaspora of mission artists um and i don't know what's happened to everyone so yeah chad was without a studio for um like a year basically and then he was very fortunate. Of course, he's telling everyone, I'm looking for a studio. And, you know, he's really awesome and just a really good person and reliable. And so something came up for him through a friend. And now he's he's got a new studio space well, in the mission, which is in the mission. practically as it should miraculous, be. <laughs> as it should be. <laughs> practically but miraculous. It's like, practically speaking, a miracle. And you know, that's a good turn of phrase. I, Practically you know, I'm miraculous. Back, folks. I'm going back to the poster, but I want to say it because I felt because I, as Val, you know, I, I want to say it, I will say it. Looking for a place to say it. That's what we do. But I know it's this Liberty Lady mm-hmm. here, which, as you say, it, it takes us back to the French Revolution. But this is San Francisco, so I say we can also say transgendering all past categories. Right so on. So we're definitely avoiding the, what do they call it, the bino, where you're either, either or, what is it? Binary. Binary. Oh, binary. Gender binary. And we're, we're, we're not gender binary. This is not a gender binary picture. Look at that. That's it, a good point. It's true. Uh, not a gender binary picture. It could be he, it could be she, it could be something in between. But, but he, she, or something in between is holding up that flag of liberty, of resistance, of rebellion, right here in front of the Dome of City Hall, so well inked. I mean, Chad is an ink guy. Yeah. I can see why it takes some time, because yeah. this is an ink guy. This takes him sitting with a pen and just inking, inking, inking. Oh, my, how marvelous. But here it is, and it's going yeah, to be I less can, than a week from today. And we have some now, and here it is. There I am, Diamond Dave, EK, yeah. Val, Global Val, and the community blessing. That took us a while to get it up there, thank God it's Jorge Molina. He'll like that. He always looks, well, what am I? And here he is. <laughs> and there we be. So I'm going to see you all. We're going to see you all. And tell your friends, we're going to get posters up uh, while we have some time in the places where people go to look around and look for interesting, intelligent, interesting, intelligent. Uh, we didn't even say political to a bit because we got the Liberty Lady, so unless there's no one what stand in, the, uh, in these days of Trump, we stand. And... Uh, all of the above, and so look for it, and, and if, uh, let's get the poster out, you guys. Let's get the word out, and whatever we can. This is what uh, what uh, the Common Thread Collective is about. Is that right, Val? Absolutely. Let's and get the uh, word out. Come and join us. It's getting out there. Well, everybody in San Francisco should know that by Monday, the poster will be out to all of the branch libraries in San Francisco. We have 30... Uh-huh. San Francisco Public Library branches. Wow. So by Monday, they should be out there. So if you want to see, this is a really special poster. Like, 
I'll tell really, my heart. everyone should believe me. It's this art. is my favorite. This is for twelve right. years. Like I have a secret heart for number one because it's always number one, right? But this one's really different and really beautiful and oh, really inspiring. And so look for it up. at your local San Francisco Public Library branch. And if you don't see it, you should ask the librarians. Where's like, the well, did you check the mail? Like, is it in the? So did you get nice. back there somewhere? I'll tell my mom. She'll be at the. She'll be going oh, to the library. Yeah, she she may be listening. You know what? Hey, a, is she going to come this year? I think she may be. Yeah. Awesome. I believe I've so. Never met your mom. I can't remember. Oh, uh, you got to meet Val's mom. Once. She's super sweet. Yeah, yeah. At Poem Dome a few years ago, towards the end, oh, okay. there's right. a lot I happening. Think I met her, but it was we took a good picture together. State of shock. And of course, there will be a. Uh, there will be. We'll keep a little bit. of... No way I can say there will be a shot. There will be a reception beforehand. Yeah, and we can let people uh, why not? know. Yeah, so if 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 folks in their community, if you're listening and you want to come a little bit early, um, so let's let's be clear. It's Thursday, April 27th. Yeah. 5:30 to 8 p.m. in City Hall in the North Light Court. But if you'd like to come a little bit early, we're going to have a little gathering upstairs on the second floor in the conference room. Um, just a place to gather, maybe a little acoustic music starting around 4.30 before we make our procession down the stairs to have our community blessing under the rotunda around 5.15 with Jorge Molina. And then we'll, we'll proceed uh, and adjourn into the North Light Court for the largest poetry open mic in San Francisco. Hey, if you'd like long. to bring something to Nash, as we say Jewish people, Nash means uh, means a bite, some figure food or something, mm. by all means. Is that right? That's yeah. right. By yeah. all means. Food to the body, mind and spirit is the way it should come. That's right. And just, and, and that's a good point though, we don't, we don't uh, have any concessions or yeah, anything. there won't be any dinner. So bring, there's, yeah, <laughs> bring, bring your own bottle of water. And, uh, you know, a little snack in your bag if you want. But you there's can. no, this is not a food event. This is a poetry event. And yes. um, we look forward to leaving it as clean as we found it. That's how it works. Maybe even better than we found it. That's what Often we that say. is, the, we, we, like, we, we aim for that. Yeah, we, <laughs> we do. And I like to tell, uh, every year I guess, uh, I like to tell at least once how this happened. I was standing there, it was, uh, this is the 12th annual, so that must have been 13 years ago, how time flies, up there and up, up on the hill there at, uh, there at the park at, uh, that looks down at Al- City Hall. Alamo Square. Thank you, Alamo Square. I was, it was early in the morning. It was about 9 o'clock in the morning, I could still feel the sun, how beautiful it was. The sun on a beautiful morning in San Francisco, can't remember which month, and I'm looking out, and City Hall had just gotten gilded. It was covered with gold. And that was shining in the sun. And I hadn't seen that. And I looked at that gilded city hall. Spirit spoke to me. I looked at that gilded city hall. Spirit spoke to me and she said, she said, what a great place. That would be a great place for an open mic. In fact, it could be the mother of all open mics in San Francisco. <laughs> and I thought, oh, well, how the hell they got to be? Wait a minute, I believe I might be, let's give it a try. And uh, you know, so it's a hill down. I ran the hill. I got the momentum. I running down. That's me running down the hill. See, I'm getting better and better at this comedy. Running down the hill, ran up the steps of City Hall. Ran into uh, Aaron. He was, but uh, he was chairman of the board. It was his first term, uh, first time in, in the board of supervisors. He was chairman of the board. Aaron Peskin. Aaron Peskin. I ran in his office. I said, Aaron, I have an idea. He said, What's that? I said, I'd like to. 
I'd, I'd, I'd like to have, I'd like to help bring about an open mic. In fact, it would be the mother of all open mics right here in the city hall. And he thought for a minute. He said, "Well, let's do it. Let's do it. Why not do it?" And that was the that was the inception of poems under the dome. Yeah. And then later down the line, twelve years now, would imagine it. You two came aboard. It could have happened without you. Uh, it's all ek for most uh, of those. You years. know, I've been aboard since year one, Dave. Yeah, but I meant well, really. <laughs> I know you have. But I mean, you know what I mean. You stepped. I've up. just been holding on to the back of the boat, like paddle, like kicking. Well, whatever way you want to consider yourself and how you consider yourself. Happy to yourself, be part of the crew. However you want to consider yourself and how I consider yourself, I want to publicly thank you for all you've done. I want to acknowledge the fact it wouldn't have happened without you. Never would have reached 12. Old man that I am. And I'm so glad to be still included. As a, and it's still included. And here we be, as you see. And we're casting out a wide net. We're finding that common thread. And believe me, we're letting it flourish here and in City Hall at the street, and the street wherever we happen to be. So blah, blah, E-B-E-K, why yeah, don't you Dave. give us a poem or two? Talk to us. Well, all right. So in spite of the fact that yesterday was 420, and you might have expected that I would write a marijuana poem, that's not what happened. Um, <laughs> this month, I've been writing a poem a day right. for Poetry Month, and... Shoot. I probably talked about it before. I'm I, I'm doing topics this year, which is a new thing for me. I've never done topics for my 30 days of poetry. And so I'm rolling through peace, love, and understanding. Because that's what I decided I wanted to generate more of in our world as it is currently. So, you know, I don't know what's going to happen here, but... I, I actually saw an image of the poster. I, I saw the poster for the first time today, and a man have been like running around to get it out. Um, but I saw a picture of it last night, and so, uh, so yesterday was a love day. Yeah. Um, today's an understanding day. Maybe I'll do an understanding, and maybe I'll do a little piece also later. But so yesterday was a love day, and. Here's what I wrote after I saw the poster. Liberty is not a statue. She's on the move, lifting her standard of freedom. How many times have we seen it knocked from her hands? But liberty persists. Shaking the dust of oppression from her freedom flag, lifting her standard marching inexorably towards freedom. Inexorably. That's the word I like to say, inexorably. Mm, me too. Marching, <laughs> strolling, huh. sauntering, smoozing. That's how I like to march, inexorably. <laughs> so next week we're going in this time of Trump, who I call the evil one. That's going to be my poster for tomorrow because I was at the, uh, the evil one, Trump. And that was going to be my poster because I was at the, the at the huge parade, and I went by the library. Where did they all come from? It was huge. That was the uh, that was the tax one. Was about, I was there. Oh, did you? Say, wasn't that enormous? You know what? I missed the chicken. Oh yeah, the chicken. I Trump missed the chicken. the chicken. Oh, I saw. What was the chicken? They had a huge chicken. Oh, there's Trump. a giant inflatable chicken that's, that's got a Trump head with his like pompadour it has like a golden pompadour ah, and yes. so all the these cocks cities comb. yeah 
all these shit. Cocks and comb it's over. the year of the chicken, right? It is. I'm yeah. I'm I'm the year of the rooster. Right, of Are you? It's my I'm, year. I'm a monkey. Ah, yeah. Uh, I think no I'm a bull or a bison. November. Oh. But it was huge, yeah. wasn't it? What you it was huge. It was huge. I have no idea how many people there are. And everybody, really so tomorrow, this is a segue into tomorrow is the science. March Scientists science. and their friends. And I've heard it all over NPR. They had it on the, I heard at least two shows, two hours devoted. One of them was to a forum to, uh, this morning to the Science March. Uh, for and against that of it for a good. But I, I have believe that that's going to be large. And where it's going to be ending up is at Civic Center, which is, uh, this is, of course, uh, totally uh, understandable, and it fits, which what, what will be going on is what kind of day? Earth Day. Earth Day, Earth Planetary Day. day. At city, uh, on the, at city, in the city, on the planet, Earth Day, and in the street. So they'll be coming in, and I imagine the scientists in their white jackets, their lab jackets, coming in. It's going to be delightful. I definitely recommend people coming through. Yep. There's going to be a lot of science teachers, too. Oh, That's course. right, because when the March for Science comes and joins Earth Day, they'll be rolling in around 1.30 or so, yep. and uh, then... They're going to be in the Radish Dome. So there's a big domed tent for speakers. Um, and uh, the March for Science has their own series of speakers who are going to be in there. But also cool. um, teach-ins and workshops. They've got a whole section of Earth Day that's going to be dedicated um, to to science. Science! Science! And... Um, and uh, yeah, it's gonna. It's. I'm. I'm really excited. Uh, I'll. Be, I'll be up there hosting, emceeing, uh, toward from the be- in the first half of the day, and then uh, the March for Science will be coming in around one thirty or two, and then the floor is there. So speakers in the Radish Dome, and then uh, they may have some speakers on the main stage as well, kind of peppered in with the bands. Uh, there's going to be a lot of great music out there. Uh, there's going to be. Let me see. Who, who's going to be playing there? We've got a few folks. That's going on all afternoon long. Uh, yeah, the music's going on all day. So the first band that's opening, kind of doing a little opening uh, ceremony of sorts, is the Voodoo Cabaret. Uh, Gisela Tangui. Uh, it's going to be 12 o'clock at the main stage. And they're going to do a short set there and then a longer one later, I believe, in the dome. But also on the main stage, you're going to have Cat uh, Delic. And I think they're high, I think they're headlining, and if not, then the 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 other group that maybe the headliner is SF Airship, which is a big tribute band to Jefferson Airplane and Jefferson Air cool. Airship. No, this will be, like, <laughs> be like the be in that we're not going to be having this summer. Well, it we're is. We're going to be having it. It, it is. Uh, well, it's a little bit. Uh, you've. Stirred it up here, Allison. There's a library lady. So uh, it is actually um, this Earth Day is also a tribute to the Summer of Love, and so it, the the music is reflecting that. It's kind of psychedelic funk experience. Um, it's a Summer of Love tribute stage. They're gonna have uh, the Grateful Bluegrass Boys, Hibbity Dibbity, um, and uh, J Boogie Debtronic, Science Cat Delic, and SF Airship. Okay, I didn't even know, but I did know. What I think I know is I've been invited there to be a living representative, a walking antique, a fossil of that summer 
which where I turned I turned 30. I was older than them even then. They were in their jibber 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 in their early 20s and their late teens. I want to smoke some dope. We're gonna get high. But I had turned 30, and I turned 30 on that street, on that street that some called love, others called hate street. At the end of that summer, they call the summer of love, 1967. So I believe I'm going to be there tomorrow. I'm wearing a bunch of a couple of hats, but one is I'm going to I'm that of a person who was there in '67, summer of love, and I'm still here, summer of 2000, spring of 2017. Is that right? Yeah. So what the fuck? I don't have any psychedelic outfit. So anybody's got some says. I think uh, you have a psychedelic aura. Yeah. Well, I don't. Matter. You don't have to worry. But about if you got it. a T-shirt or something, or, <laughs> or you got a weird costume or something, you want me to wear? Bring it down and uh, or, or a big hat. But pretty much, I I, I I say I turned thirty on that street that some called love and some called hate. At the end of that summer, they called it the summer love of 1967. That means I turned 21 or so, 10 years before 1957, when we were when we were just about to call be called beatniks. We were just yeah. about to be called beatniks. You're about, <laughs> where are you going? You're about to speak. Where are you going? To get a pen. Okay, oh, what was it? Okay. And uh, of course, the beatniks, we pretty well dressed pretty higgly jiggly. By that time, it was a. Uh, that time, uh, they had a time. They there used to be people. Well, it was a little later, but it's a good example. There used to be people who were not only vegetarians; they were vegans. Do you remember that? I'm vegan. And well, they used to be at the beginning with people. But oh, is that vegan? Is that vegan? They look like that. They're really like the kind of look down on you, kind of, whether it was or not. But then what arose out of it is a new generation: not vegetarians, not vegans, but freegans. <laughs> and freegans what's well, a freegan a freegan well if they have the choice they'll only eat vegan but if it's free they'll eat anything <laughs> they'd be freegans and that loosened it up for a lot of people <laughs> this idea of vegans is kind of like uh, my sweetheart's a freegan yeah these are people who uh yeah because back then that, that arose them they didn't have to be so uptight and well, is this vegan because that opened it up so uh, we're free again, free again, free again. So, Allison, who you are? <laughs> Welcome oh, to our library. Happy, hey, happy Allison. Circle. Hi, everybody. What's going on? Um, happy, happy fourth week of Poetry Month. I'm here because the sun is out, it stopped raining, and um, because tomorrow's Earth Day, and because it's Poetry Month, and because the mission market has started up again on Thursdays, et cetera, et cetera, there's um, some interesting stuff going on here and around the neighborhood. Um, I'll start with the library stuff first. Please, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Push you forward like a great circle going out. Go ahead. So about, Bye-bye. well, just very Sorry. few blocks from here. Um, every year for many years, a little bit similar to Poems Under the Dome, um, a free event about literature, but it's called Dia de los Niños, Dia oh, Le- yeah. de los Libros, Day of the Children and Day of the Books. Um, this year, the library will help with many other neighborhood organizations, including Jumpstart San Francisco and the Reading Tree and the SF Early Literacy Network are all partnering to um, hand out books, um, talk to kids about literature, and um, fun things like cherry hoops. Uh, 
music with Baila Baila. They're coming from Los Angeles. And um, just lots of other great activities, all at Parque de Niños, right over at 23rd and Folsom. Next Sunday from 1 to 4 p.m., that would be Sunday, April 30th, there's a website. Um, it's dasf.org. D like day, I-A-S-F dot O-R-G. If people are interested, um, the best is probably call the Children's Department at the Main Library or Mission Branch or um, check the website or maybe you know of some of these neighborhood organizations. Um, it was at Parque de Niños last year as well. Parque Niños Unidos is the um, specific name of the park and everybody knows it because so many other things go on there that's every year we have the uh, free uh, that's where we have the free farm stand every sunday free farm stand and that leads into another ahead, um, event april 30th the farmer's market is hosting an open house a celebration of La Placita, the newly redone area on Bartlett, right at 22nd. It, um, I don't know the time because I ran out of postcards, but uh, you can go to missioncommunitymarket.org to find out. And um, that'll be next Sunday as well at 22nd in Bartlett. Um, there are pictures of the newly revamped uh venue there's more music um than than there used to be um and i think they're looking to partner with um neighborhood organizations and urban farmers as well um they've been doing a lot of great stuff anyhow i brought one of their little um postcards cool. just to remind people uh mercado comunitario de la misión um pardon my spanglish everybody but it's good for me to practice anyway you guys um missioncommunitymarket.org thursdays four to eight beautiful so that's every wow. thursday four to eight but but this particular event is going to be on sunday the 30th sunday the 30th and so people can and families are welcome they were yesterday at the farmer's market i saw kids from um, Mission Kids, which is having a fundraiser tomorrow. It's a preschool. And I believe it's on South Venice. And then um, I also saw Puddle Jumper. So a shout out to um, all those really cool preschool teachers in the neighborhood who come to the library and go to all the other um, free community events for families. Um, it's great to see so many kids in the neighborhood it still. Is coming really together. Is. In yeah. fact, do you remember, Val? We had the guy who, who had the first vision of Mission, Mission Community Garden, Rich Community Market, Farmer's Market, also Community Market. Remember he came in here and talked about it? It was even before they started, before the first day of the Mission Community Market. He was a young Jewish guy. Yeah, I don't want to. Do, 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 do. No, I, I, yeah, back in the in the haze of of Common Thread Collective, I I do recall, I do recall him him coming in and talking about having that Idea. at Twenty Third and Folsom at, mm -hmm. at the Parque Ni Niños Unidos, 
right? No, and no, so, no, that's that's another thing. This is the oh, community market. Oh, the community market. This is, uh, yeah, oh, no, no, this sorry. is not Nino's Unitos. Not, this is the community market hmm. on Twenty Second, right in front of the Revolution Cafe. All right. Well, I'll I'll and take your word for that. I, and he always reminds <laughs> me when I see him. He's still oh. running it. He's still the chief. He's got it going. It runs kind of on itself. He always reminds me. You remember, you guy? We came on your show in KPO. I mean, on. Uh, on, on Mutiny Radio, I came on your show, and I was happy for for happening for real. And he's so happy as he puts, because we talked about all of this, mm-hmm. as these tendrils go down into the community, and folks such as such committee groups as 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 as, uh, as a Trio Cambio get a chance to play there and be features there, sure. and actually get some green money, some green in their jeans for doing it, I believe. Nice. So all of that is good and nice, and what life is about. And Trio Cambio is going to be playing at Earth Day tomorrow. Earth Day tomorrow. In time. In they're the, like one of my favorite bands. Well, that's where they're happening. No, it, I'm serious. They're going to be playing in the Dome. And Poems uh, Under the Dome. In, in the, the dome. earlier part. No, not Poems Under the Dome. Oh, in the Radish Dome at... at, um, at uh, Earth Day. Day. So they're going to be playing. I think they're playing kind of in the in the earlier part of the day, um, oh, sometime between eleven and twelve. Well, you'll look or it up twelve or two. Trio Cambio is a real treat. Like all original music, so oh, rhythmic. My. It's just like oh, it's ear goodness. candy. It's the well, best g- thing ever. It's actually more like ear three course g- meal. Like it's it's got a little bit of everything. Like mm-hmm. it it's. And fun. it's very poetic. It's fun. It's, well, it's rich in thought and uh, emotion, and uh, it's just really beautiful. And oh, it's great. also like danceable. So it's, like it's got band. everything. Yeah, they're, they're just like kind of transcendent yeah. they and They were the inclusive. feature of my B-Day party at Adobe Books. But in oh, fact, great. they are going to be playing at the reception of Poems Under the Dome. Right, right, right. Fantastic. So they're going to be, man, they love the idea. they're my favorite. Did I mention their that? I'll let them know. If you don't, I will let them know for and, sure. And bringing their music, they'll be there at Poems they're, Under the Dome because yeah, I love right. that idea three, of playing three young women. their revolutionary music. And and it's a group of, of really oh. radical young women and who are like by, by multicultural, brilliant, and awesome. They love the idea of playing their music in Saboma City Hall. Go ahead. I have a great segue about Trio Cambio that they are in some ways musical storytellers, and that will segue directly into another event at Mission Library Saturday, April 29th, two to five. It's called Musical Storytelling Days. It's sponsored by the SF MoMA. Cool. It has it already took place at Western Edition Branch, and it will take place again in May, May 13th, at Bayview Linda Brooks Burton Branch Library. Um, you can look up more information at publicknowledge.sfmoma.org slash hitparade. I have a blurb here that will explain the mission of this great project that really MoMA um, has put forth the initiative to partner with the library to help us figure out what's the sound of our city, what's the music of our neighborhoods. It's a day of community musical storytelling and grassroots musical memory. It's a little bit like the Shades Project, where people brought their um, family and neighborhood photos many years ago. Oh, right. This is it's a cab- collaboration between the library and the San Francisco Museum of Modern Art. 
And the goal is, as the city undergoes rapid changes, we're interested in recording neighborhood musical histories. Oh, oh, so wow. for the mission, cool. you wow. know, come talk about old haunts, local artists, please join in if you have time. You can come talk about your favorite bands, clubs that weren't here that long ago, um, and clubs from many, many years ago, even before many of us were born. Um, just Coming your dance over. memories. Your maybe you took music at school. Maybe you played in the band. Maybe you play in a band now, right. here or anywhere. But just anyway, that's the goal. What is the sound of your city? So um, musical storytelling days will take place at Mission Branch Library. If you'd like more information. Call and talk um, probably to our adult manager, Mary Ellen, or uh, one of our full-time adult librarians, um, Ramon or Adriana. You can call the Mission Branch at 415-355-2800. And to find out more about the project, just again, the website, uh, publicknowledge.sfmoma.org forward slash hit parade. Tell your story. That's, That's right. Sing That's really song. cool, and I'll and I'll make sure that um, I'll, when I put when our podcast from today uploads uh, after the show after the six o'clock hour. If I get a chance tonight, I'll I'll put all this information on our on our Facebook page, and if I don't get a chance tonight, I will oh, put it on our Facebook page in just the next couple days or so on the other side it's very busy weekend i have ahead of me but um (laughs) and that that's up and coming though that's next saturday right and then the other part of it is that um probably they're going to be hitting more branches later on western edition and bayview it probably same with the mission there's so much change happening so rapidly the clubs are disappearing right it's before true. our eyes yeah so i feel like they chose west rendition mission and baby for those reasons the um just ongoing gentrification yeah um i guess i can say that on my day off on the radio and free speech on your day off <laughs> that you can't have on your on your day on the ever-changing you're in a library you've been able to speak about whatever you want to of our all our oh. communities and and capturing musicians who are aging rapidly oh, and yeah. leaving the city right many right. to retire but many younger musicians to move on to um to other cities that are easier to um to navigate yeah easier to pay rent easier to get around etc etc all of those things that help support the arts so um thank you sf moma and sf public library together that's real cool allison yeah um, musical storytelling i love this idea that's such a great idea the yeah, other part a- of it is i feel like um they're the people at sf mama organizing it they came to the, the library and talked about it a couple months ago at one of our um you know librarian meetings. committee meetings that we have once a month but I don't know their names. Maybe we could bring them in sometime to be to talk about their project here on the Common Thread Collective. What a great That's idea! Right. 
Yeah. Library so. lady, you're so you're so uh, you bring such richness uh, to to the Common Thread Collective and For sure. letting people yes. know about all these really cool <laughs> events in the neighborhood that I certainly can't keep up with. Uh, I'm lucky well, to come here every Friday just to find out. Um, look at you got flyers. This one's in color. Oh my goodness. Well, I just want to appreciate the San Francisco Public Library because. It's, I, I think it's something that people really take for granted and they support so many communities in San Francisco in the arts, um, well beyond just what book to read, but they're, they, they sponsor so many events and like across like lecture series and musical storytelling who knew but also like arts events with like visual artists mm-hmm. um, in fact right now in the civic center plaza there's this insanely beautiful like playground art exhibit and it's actually a playground for kids or I guess whoever plays on it um, but it's a yeah. play structure and they, you know they had this thing with the architects who made it and it's these amazing like modular pieces so it's really like San Francisco Public Library goes a long way to like really reaching out across like various disciplines and putting on public events and they're all free yeah and they're Frankly, they're they're always really quality, and, and, and it's, it's a very rich resource for our community that I just want to remind everybody is there and like encourage. Thank you, um, Ek, because I think you said it all. That's <laughs> what the goal of the library is to partner more and more with um, people in the city and agent Bay Area agencies to provide uh, public access to all types of activities because really information comes in all forms and that's right communicating whether through art music recreation that'll have be happening all summer with our summer stride program which starts may 15th but i've got one more teeny tiny plug for tomorrow if you're going to go to earth day you still can but you can stop by at mission branch at 11:15 tomorrow morning for the second nice. session of chair yoga Cool. Do some warm-ups with Mark Cormier, stretch and breathe. That's what we're doing right now, right here in the studio. I'm with and it. And then you can hit the all-day festivities at Earth Day. <laughs> that sounds like a nice, Warm peaceful, for the Marge. <laughs> peaceful way to start. But one thing more about the library while we're on it um, is that on, again, next weekend on the 30th um, is going to be at the Corette Auditorium in the afternoon from 2 to 4 p.m. Uh, the Dances of Isadora Duncan. That's real cool, as right? Pr- as performed by Isadora Duncan uh, dancer uh, Lois Flood, who was, um, she started the Diablo Dance Theater um, over in the East Bay. I think it's in Dan. Contra Costa Costa County and so she's been studying uh, the dance of Isadora Duncan for many years now and she became quite a historian her historian and was my guest on Women's Magazine in March so uh, I believe I interviewed Lois Flood on March 
10th, I want to say. I, I had an interview every, almost every Friday, all but the last Friday of March for, for Women's Month. And um, and she uh, she was my guest and talked all about Isadora Duncan and her fascinating life. And so um, she'll be performing the dances of Isadora Duncan at the Correct Auditorium on the 30th of April from 2 to 4. And again, that's free in the in the main library in that beautiful auditorium. Yeah, it's always free. Yeah. I, was, I wanted to ask you a couple of things. Hey, Val, do you still have her number, the Isidore Duncan teacher's number? Yeah. Because I would like to do an interview with her next Friday on the air, maybe. All right, we can get in touch uh, with her. Because it's going to be available. happening on the 30th. Let's get in touch with her. Because I, I heard the interview. And there's a lot on the political side which she was very, uh, was obviously very all current about. She knew about that, too, the, the, a lot of things are new to the devil. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to talk to her. And that way we can promote her dance as well, which includes all that. She's definitely a person She's who believes very, as I do. Fascinating woman. That, that, who believes blood. as I do that, uh, that, that what, what is everything? That, uh, oh no, that context. Context is everything. Context, context is everything. Context is everything. Mm-hmm. And that's Isra Duncan, for sure. The context of her life in the 20s, her context of her life vis-a-vis the Russian Revolution, of which she was a real spokesman for. She's a friend of Lenin. She's a friend of Trotsky. All of that is most fascinating, interesting <laughs> to cool. me. So maybe next Friday we can talk to her again. And that, and that the fact that these things are still up in a day. Now, as far as Earth Day... A couple of things. One, what they've done, what they've done with that art show, which is a children's uh, a children's playground, that can be seen. You can go to Earth Day, and you can see that as well too, because it's at there at Civic Center. Is that right? It's right in the middle of the plaza. Yeah. Right in the middle of the plaza. I saw it. Mm-hmm. And if so, you have children with you tomorrow. Drop in at the main library, Except children's library. department, second floor. It's an amazing room. It's large and colorful. I've been there for puppet shows, kids' movies, storytelling, or just hanging out on the colorful carpets and um, enjoying books. There's probably 60 languages. Wow. Maybe more now. Um, there were only 54 languages when I started. Oh, my word. Is that <laughs> it? Oh, my word. It's happening. Oh, my word. We got the librarian here. Oh, my amazing. So let's connect. Yeah. Probably, not that, probably not this year. Talk about connecting. Library humor. Hey, I'm a library humor. The, my daughter, li- you know, the my librarian's uh, here, yucking it up. You know, the library humor. I'm very proud of my daughter. Because I have to mention her. My daughter, Grace, who's oh, got her library right. degree from Pratt. And her associate degree from NYU, and now is the branch manager. If you happen to be in New York City, Brooklyn, go to the branch to the Pacific branch. That's near the Atlantic Yard of the Brooklyn Public Library. Walk in and say, you'll probably see her behind the counter like librarians are in many cases, and see hi. Your dad says hi. Ms. Librarian, my daughter <laughs> Candice well, Grace. Thanks, you guys. That was a lot of fun. A lot of Candice. We do have that grassy area there at uh, Civic Center, too. And that marijuana is soon to be legal. You can do all that and then stop and smoke a little there in that grass and just chill a bit. <laughs> yep. If you guys want to talk about Poems Under the Dome one more time so I can get down all the details to share at the library, because the poster will be going out to every branch this week, thanks to the wonderful artist who did probably 11 out of 12 posters that's right and um so if you see it at a branch um let us know 
and let because I think it's wonderful that um, that the city hall is still and, able to do this for us, and, that and, us, and the library loves supporting it. Well, we're a San Francisco institution like Rice Roney by now and what I was going to say to you it's probably too late for this one maybe for next Poetry, one the San Francisco you could get, a, you could get a, uh, one of the librarians to uh, put together an exhibit of, of uh, great poem, poems and poetry books and we could have it there as well that, that's why we can say like we do at the uh, where we do at the at the Haight-Ashbury branch where I started out in a way with open mic and I was still going it was, it was called the open mic which I named at the, at the Haight-Ashbury branch you know it was called I remember that's where I met you on the called, page off the page on the page and off that's the right. page and that's where we're about we're on the page we're off the page and, and there you be and, so I, Allison. and I see uh, EK's got some words on her page oh oh, oh. yeah I can read some more poems if, you'd, if, if you would love that but thank you, Allison. Thank you for being Thanks, our Allison. SF it's always great to hang out public with library lady. In case people don't know, librarians are real cool. Thanks, Allison. Happy Poetry Month to you too. Hey, Val. Hey, Ek. You want to hear another poem? I would love to hear another poem. Well, I think I want to read one that I actually have written this month, but I haven't read anywhere. Ooh, bum 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 bum. I know. Debut. That. A, a debut. I've got a few. It's practically that I miraculous. Practically. I know. You know, <laughs> it is practically miraculous because I will talk. I'm just quoting back, you back to you. <laughs> I like this. I like. I like playing with language. Because, you know, today is an understanding day. My piece, oh, love, love and Understanding. But, yeah. I, you know, I usually write later in the day mm. to get, get, like, let the whole day sort of sink in before I decide what to pull out of it, I guess. Nice. And since I read a love poem from yesterday, this is, this is another, this is a love poem from... Uh, April 14th. Was that was that only last week? Uh, maybe. Good grief. Time is telescoping and microscoping. It's crazy. All right. So, love. It's a window and a mirror. It's a place to find sanctuary. A wood-burning stove. The bay. Some people reading books of poems by friends in an apartment. Rent-controlled, south of market. It's surly. It's sweet. It clings to you like cigarette smoke when you're smoking in the kitchen. Yes, the window's open, but it doesn't matter. The cats don't care. Just pet them, and the dog's waiting for the next drunk to drop a chunk of barbecue. It's a parking spot at the top of the hill. It's sleeping late with you. But you're always up first. I'm oblivious until I smell coffee. <laughs> <laughs> nice, EK. That was like an all-night love poem. <laughs> That's what it sounded like to me. Yeah. <laughs> sounded like a late night. It was. Morning it was kind of a late night. Love poem. <laughs> yeah, and I've been doing this thing. Like I feel like in April, like this, this poem a day thing. So this has happened like three or four times this month where, you know, because I've been busy because, you know, I You've am been... a high school librarian. So I have a full time job that I'm quite dedicated to. I know you are. I am quite dedicated to my students. And, you know, 
so I like to be there on time and all those things that you do when you're a be career educator. And be prepared, all the things. Have enough energy to deal have with everything. Have enough energy to do it, which is what the coffee is for. <laughs> and breakfast, also. You have to eat breakfast. Breakfast is important. Yeah, but, like, I've done this thing a few times where, like, you know, I've been out because I've gone to all these open mics to let everybody know about poems under the dome, and people are excited. People are excited. People are excited, yes. and they've been asking about this poster because usually Chad has it out a little sooner than this, and you know, it's cool. Like circumstances be circumstances, right? It's okay. Well, we'll certainly even if you don't see it beforehand, if you come to City Hall, we're going to have a big stack of them. Yeah, everyone who reads can have one. Everyone and, who reads can any, have one, and any extras yes. after all the readers are done reading will be we'll free first come first serve right. to, to anybody who wants for free um yeah so like i've done this thing like you know because i've had a couple of days where i've gone to like two open mics in one day after going to work because poetry is never on the weekend y'all like i mean there's a couple of things but overall really the slow day at the bar in the cafe is <laughs> like a weeknight right? right so you know i've like dropped into bed and i'm like laying there and then I'm like, my eyes open, and I'm like, oh, I forgot to write my poem. And I get my <laughs> butt up out of bed, and I grab my notebook, and I put something down. <laughs> nice. That was one of those. That, it, see, yeah. you were doing one, it in those like that moments one, of... That one got me out of bed. I was like, oh, no, I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta I, write You know, it's down. like... You know, like if you go to, you lay down and you're like, oh crap, I didn't brush my teeth and you have to go brush your teeth so your teeth don't rot out of your head overnight. <laughs> I mean, maybe not everyone's paranoid about that like I am, but it feels that same way. It's like I have not been able to go to sleep if I have not done my poem. Mm-hmm. And not all of these are good. Just anyone who's listening and you're doing this, like, please understand that there's a lot that I'm never ever going to read anywhere <laughs> <laughs> yes and that's that is the that's the that's beauty just how of, it goes yeah I mean you have to sort of surrender some, yourself to the fact that that's how it goes yeah it's fine but you know what May is what's May May is for editing May is when you take like that one. Oh no, more work, EK. What are you telling me? Well, I'm just, you <laughs> just know what? I'm just, I know. I'm just I just kidding. can never get enough, no, that's right? Good. I love editing. Yeah, because that's really you edit Frankenstein poetry, all the like bits and pieces that are mm. good out of the crappy poems together to make like one good one or maybe two. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. That's that's part of that's a higher art. I don't know if of it poetry. is it. Well, that's like poetry sculpture. Oh, I like your idea. You know, it is kind of like that for me. I actually get real physical with it. Like, I actually print things out and cut it up and do a lot of physical activity, like moving things around and cool. crawling around on the floor and stuff. Nice. Yeah, because I, I like to kind of lay it all out and see what happens when I reassemble. Like, And it's only, like, and that's the thing. Like, the ones that I read, I'm like, okay, this is something that is a piece, like, those don't get included in that. Like it's the stuff that I'm like, I'm never ever going to read this in public because mm -hmm. it's, well, it's a notebook piece. It's a practice piece. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of, you got to swing the bat a lot of times before you get a hit. Right. <laughs> and you're going to get a lot of hits before you hit a home run. And it's like that with poetry too. For those of you who like softball or baseball, if you like that too. <laughs> 
So what are you writing, Val? Well, I, it reminded me that as I was walking over here today, I had a little poem in my head um, because I was downtown. I worked downtown and we had a power outage. Oh, I heard about this. And uh, I mean, it was fine. I have a classroom down there that I teach in that has a lot of windows thankfully so I, I kind of liked it it was nice so Sweet. it was a little dim but it wasn't dark and I didn't need the computer in the room we had everything we needed just and I had, I was a prepared teacher I had all my uh-huh. copies ready to go so um, <laughs> thank goodness for that um, and an interesting thing happened when I left work and I was walking down the street um, which is usually a very busy street, Montgomery Street. Right. Like, really in the thick of the financial district there, um, which has its pros and cons. But um, it's often very crowded. Even at, I mean, even at lunchtime, oh, even, people driving, more at lunchtime, driving right? down the street and people walking around, of course, like going to get the lunches or whatever. But the, but, but the street always has a lot of cars on it. Yeah. And um, it's not a very big street. So... I was walking out and uh, walking down Montgomery Street toward Market, and I noticed that there really wasn't very much traffic, hmm. and everybody was able to stop because there weren't there weren't any traffic lights. <gasps> oh, so the the traffic was wow. not being regulated by traffic lights, and people were being cool, and there was like less traffic than I've ever seen. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. I mentioned it to to a, to a fellow who I was walking next to, um, so I had a, a couple little it's lines like in my head. Chaos theory in action, like people as a self organizing, you know, like chaos organizing itself into well, something what, organized. <laughs> no cops. There is some. There is some people appointed to be uh, like doing a little security. Like they had fences, you had to go through a fence. And they were supposed to weed out the under 18 year olds. But that wasn't really happening. If you could come through and wear a ute, uh, you, didn't, uh, you didn't have to wear it anyway. It was happening. It was the same kind of, uh, the same event. Self, uh, thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people gathered together with one thing in mind to smoke as much marijuana as they can. And uh, leading up to 420, and oh my goodness. And they were, there was a purple cloud under that purple cloud, in that purple cloud, there they were. But it was all about peace and love. I was having a great time. People of every color. And I asked people, and people had come a long way, all the way from, uh, from a long, long way, from all over South Dakota, uh, Northern California. And all over, I met a lot of Europeans, in fact. But I had come there with one thing in mind, to be able to be in a big crowd smoking the good herb. And it's and here it is now going to be legal and I can see why how wonderful it is and how good to have you EK Thanks, now Steve. Allison to be here and to be able to use these three hours to bring all of us together because that seems to what we're doing isn't it that is what we to do. bring all the, the voice of that in a good way with another in fact here's something else I just picked I just found this out here this is something called two strong women Together, Yesterday is Tomorrow, written and performed by Jeannie and Maria Carter. Now, I believe Jeannie, is that Jeannie? Is he the guy? Well, anyway, Yesterday is Tomorrow, a revolutionary review. And again, some folks, this is at the San Francisco Mime Troop Studio on Treat Street. You might know it at 155. A satirical look at the past, 
present and future of a world increasingly hostile to artists and dominated by technology. Singing, dancing, aerobatic, aerobatics, and comedy. Also, feminism. Yeah. Yay. And that's going to be the weekend of the 29th and the 28th at 8, at 8 p.m. At 28th and 29th, that'll be the uh, uh, next Saturday and Sunday, isn't it? A week from uh, tomorrow. Is that right? Yeah, it's going to so be like the day them. after Palm Dome I'm gonna try to get Saturday. them. I'm going to try to get them here because that sounds really interesting. It sure does. And that's the sisters, the Cartier sisters, Cartier sisters. And anyway, so let's do what we do, which is bringing people together and doing more together than any of us can do on our own. Sounds good. So mm-hmm. here's my little short poem well, based, on, right, based on the downtown power outage. When the lights went out, People started to pay attention when they crossed the street. Cars stopped for pedestrians because the humans driving them remembered how to drive. It's easy to count to four and turn your head. True enough. That's it. All. That's and right heard, on. <laughs> it was so pleasant. It was really a kind of a, a, a an encouraging moment. I'm like, okay. So you try to regulate all this stuff and everyone who's usually driving down there is really like, you know, aggressive and honking, even though there's like people standing two feet away from them and they they don't pay attention. They're just like, drive, 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 you know, but with no traffic lights and people walking around, people stopped like you're supposed to do when there's, when the light's broken, you stop like it's a stop sign. Right. You let the pedestrian cross in front of you Mm -hmm. and then you go or you wait your turn for your right of way. And like people who are crossing the street who normally like have their heads, not, not everybody, but like a lot of people just like keep going. They don't look, they're like looking at their phones. They're not paying attention. They're just like depending on the lights and like, I guess, assuming that people are going to stop. Um, you know, it was nice. It, it was like old San Francisco. It was it, it was kind of, there weren't very, as many cars as usual because the, the traffic was kind of regulating itself. Everyone was just kind of walking around actually paying attention to their environments and it was it was really nice actually that's because, amazing it was kind of a beautiful and I imagine because at all these brief high, walk at all these multi-storied buildings that make up Montgomery Street in the financial district the elevators were shut down because you had a power shut uh, power shut down and so the buildings were and so people must have been gathered around and the, the people who are normally sitting at desks doing their jobs weren't they gathered around in front of the buildings talking to each other what's happening a how little long bit going to be there was a little bit of that Must and um and a lot of and the the fellow who i mentioned the phenomenon to um said yeah i guess it's something for a, a libertarian uh, <laughs> bent to to what may be happening well i, have that <laughs> well, well, I, I know <laughs> well you know think of like uh, personal responsibility right yes on the personal, on the personal responsibility, responsibility aspect, aspect like i think yeah. that's yeah. that's like the healthy side of of that right yeah another healthy side but he said well at least we get to go home early <laughs> and people had a chance also great to hang out together Beautiful and day. talk about things to people they norm- don't normally get a chance to talk, to hang out with and talk about things. But they shut the buildings down. They, they, as I hear it, as I was listening to the media, the, the, the lights went off about 9 o'clock, 
And did they go go, go on again about noon? Uh, no, were, no. I I I was there off. until almost one o'clock, and, and they were still, still off. So on. so wow. some things came back. They 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 got Montgomery Street Station running again. The generators. Yeah, they brought in these big generators. old generators and things. Now for, I also heard. We'll find out if it's true. That also there was uh, there the lights went out in New York City about the same time. So there's uh, the rumors going around that this is some hacking at work. No, because what happened here well, we there know. was no. There you actually know. we do know um, there was like a small fire at the substation that okay. actually like locally downtown the one. Oh, where is it? Is it on Larkin? There's this there's this little substation over there, and there was like. A small fire, and they put it out and everything. Like it's cool. Don't worry, okay. San Francisco. It's cool. If that's true, <laughs> just fried some wires. Huh? Yeah, if that they basically true. that's what happened. It fried some wires and left things off for a while. Maybe because so, some, uh, weird maybe coincidence, because was but going unrelated. Was no. Going yeah. <laughs> well, all we know Boom. is that the lights went out, and uh, it was actually really nice because I was there, and i i enjoyed I enjoyed the uh, the reduction of the hum. Maybe that's what I should call that poem. Re- it's redu- a good title: re- the reduction of the hum. Reduction of the hum. So, hey, you know what? It is uh, five fifteen. Heck yeah! And. Uh, so we've just been cruising along here for a while. Let me play a little music. Yeah, and we can readjust and see where we might want to take this next. Well, uh, James might be coming. And I see Blood Flowers here to play along with James. Oh, Blood Flowers. I do Where's see Blood Flowers. Blood Flowers right he's outside the door. I, I see his left ear. Right. I don't know if he can hear oh, us. Wow. Hey, Blood Flower. Oh, cool. Well, I'll. Maybe Blood Even Flower better. play us a little tune on the oh, piano. No. We'll see what he brought with him to do. But here is, uh, for everyone out there, uh, happy 420, happy legal weed in California. Peter Todd. Don't criticize it. the B. 
probably could have gotten cash in hand for that we were just talking about um peter tosh here legalize it album which apparently came with rolling papers uh with the picture of the album on it uh blood flowers showed up and he's he was saying he probably pays rent with that these days um he had some of those original uh papers oh well hey you know it's fucking great freedom everybody Me. 
when I play video game And at every 10,000 points I smoke two joints I smoke two joints In time of peace And two in time of war I smoke two joints Before I smoke two joints And then I smoke two more Absolutely. Thank you, everybody. I, I can't tell you. That's the most fun I've had all day. Uh, just jamming out right now um, to my headphones here. I hope you were jamming out, too. Hey, Dave, what's up? Oh, I just forgot something. Like I do. Well, well, we, we, we got a call. Remember, the call came in. Oh, okay. And that was our friend David Grace. Uh-huh. And he wants everybody to know, has been a, he wants everybody to know that volunteers are needed. At both ends, he said that he had a day, kind of makes he thought there was two Earth Days, both end of Earth Days. The one there just at Herman Plaza, well, that's going to be the beginning of uh, the Scientists' March. They're going down missions uh, down uh, Market Street, and they're ending up, and so, so volunteers are needed. Now, I'm not sure, but anyway, that's what he wanted me to tell the people. So I'm saying volunteers are needed. If you're not, if you are or, uh, or are not, Thinking about coming down for the scientist march, and let me say quickly: you don't have to be a scientist. You don't have to wear a white coat. You don't have to wear a lab jacket. Is that right? That yeah, no, it's it's for everybody. For it's, everybody. A, it's the march for science. March for science. It's the march for science. Actually, you know. Um, uh, the mission ponies, you know, those electronic ponies that people can ride. Um, I do. They're going to be part of the show. They're doing ponies for progress. So they're dressing up their unicorns and ponies and getting into the parade. Um, and uh, no, it's, 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 
Oh, it's, is it? It's a big march. It's, um, it's you know, they're going to have speakers and things. The March for Science has organized it and gotten all the permits and such. But it is it is open. Like, you want to come out and support science and in the face of uh, all, these, all these freaks who, who you know, just want to, like, profit off of, you know, Trump de- who's po- denied. polluting, uh, you know, these polluting industries. And Trump who's denied the very existence of global warming. Just as, uh, just as how a could you, how would you know anything was happening outside of a? You're living in a golden tower. He's, uh, the, he's the most out of touch president we may have ever had. And remember, he first came to known to most people because he was denying the the, the birthright of a, a Barack Obama to be president because he claimed that there's a big plot going on and that Barack Obama, the first black president of the United States, was in fact born in Kenya. Well, somebody, and, somebody and long after the birth certificate, it was a partial birth certificate, was released. Long after everybody by this time had agreed, yes, indeed, even though he's a black man, he can be president of the United States. I'm talking about uh, Donald Trump was still insisting that he must have been born in Kenya. Now he's got to now we got to march to the science because he denies science. He denies the global warming. He denies all of that because all because any of that might lead and because any, he denies it because he doesn't he doesn't want to give any money to all that. He wants to give it use that money our money to build a wall. Well, fuck that. Yeah, and for all of all of his cronies in the oil and gas industry to to continue to profit and extract and pollute our environment and. Uh, you know, march for science, so guys. We got to march. We got to march on down. And I, I always say I don't march, but you, I stroll and you saunter. Stroll and saunter. Hey, so I'm going to play a little more music, music. and then we're going to see if uh, Bloodflower came to play some music or just to hang out and be cool. So here we. Here we go.
Yeah, we're gonna. We've got. Uh, this is the Common Thread Collective here, Mutiny Radio FM. I'm Global Val, and it's a really beautiful day here in the Mission District. It's about 5:30. We've got about 15 more minutes of our show here today. We're gonna have a performance from James Zealous and Blood Flower, Mission Composer, and. Um, that's really exciting. In the meantime, um, I'm going to play a song from a fellow who was in here a few weeks ago called Courage, um, off his album, Courage Lost Coast, Oil and Water. And Dave was just talking about climate denial. So he has a song on this album called Climate of Denial. So let's listen to what uh, Courage Lost Coast has to say. That's 
Courage Lost Coast. The Climate of Denial is the name of that track off of his album Oil and Water. Check it out. CourageLostCoast.com. K-A-R-A-J. Lost Coast. Hey, we've got a real special treat for you to round off the show. We got we got uh, performance poet James Zealous. Say hello. 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 And James, you're going to be performing this Sunday... Tell us about your Sunday event. Well, this weekend is uh, Poetry Weekend at the California Jazz Conservatory. We'll have Ishmael Reed Friday. MacArthur Fellow. Mr. Al Young Saturday. And I'll be closing things up this Sunday, 4 to 6. Addison at Shattuck in the Berkeley Theater District, community located by the downtown Berkeley BART Station. At the California Jazz Conservatory. Thank you for being here today. You and Bloodflower, take it away. Thank you, Global What the human is has been hijacked. Not knowing what he is, the human asks, what's the meaning of life? The answer to his question is being sold back to him by thousands of agencies. An outside agency says, the meaning of life is religion. And not that religion, this religion. Says religion. A so-called inside agency says, the meaning of life is material, food, clothing, and shelter. Something runs with this past the point of diminishing return and says, Not that food. That food provided nourishment. No, this food with the pleasure of flavor. And not that clothing, the covering of body and foot for protection. No, this clothing with the word on it. Not that shelter, providing protection from weather and danger. No, this shelter with the pool and those rooms I don't use. What the human is has been hijacked by thought. Here's a thought. If there was something other than thought in consciousness, Never hear of it. It's all thought, says the materialist, says the society and scientist. If there's something other than thought, mm. call that truth. Could you imagine it? That is, could you think about it? Could you pursue it? Look for it. Find it. Or would that just be secretly, subconsciously projecting something you later find, which is recognizing? And can one recognize something they've never seen? If there's something other than thought, we've never seen it. Because that which is not thought is seen. Seeing, 
That is the content of perception, and perception is seeing what is truth, love, the meaning of life, the real. It's not what you think. What a way to take out the show, fellas. Thank you, James Zealous and Bloodflower. Wow, what a fantastic way to uh, smooth out this afternoon. That was lovely. And uh, go and get out to the California Jazz Conservatory in Berkeley on Sunday, 4 to 6. James Ellis will be performing Amos White. Packing the bag of the cards coming in. Oh. And not only them. Look at that. My dear friend, my special human being in so many ways. I'm talking about here in this city. We've known each other for quite some time. I'm talking about Mona Lisa. And you know, Mona Lisa's always honored. Mona Lisa going back to those early days. Mona Lisa's been honored, been connecting, been bringing together people together, been a dedicated, devoted, and determined human being. Sister. Here we be. Well, hey, we got a day. Hey, Marley, so welcome. Welcome. You came. We've got just a few more minutes. I'm we, glad you made it to the to the show today. I know you've been busy. How's it going? Oh, What's Marley, up? Got to get so happy to be here. So excited about Earth Day tomorrow and yeah. March for Science and how really the people are stepping forward to demand. Really, you know, it's 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 a it's, a, it's a, the part of the anti-establishment clause. You it know, is. We have a right to to trust scientific fact about glyphosate in our food and lead in our water. And we have a right to, to, to look to science. And, you know, even like, you know, it's funny because a lot of the environmentalists get teased for being like the anti-environmentalists. Like they'll go like, oh, what's wrong with genetic engineering? That's just technology. It's like, well, maybe there's nothing wrong with genetic engineering, but there's certainly a question about whether there's something wrong with genetically engineering crops so they can endure huge amounts of glyphosate and then causing a huge amount of glyphosate to enter our environment. And Read our between body. the lines. That's right. Investigate. Don't accept anything. And not only is it, it's not the scientists so much. Don't blame the scientists. Blame the people whose hands are using, who are doing the manipulating. Follow the money. And there you'll see what's going on. But the scientists themselves and the people who understand what science can be are going to be coming down Market Street tomorrow. Is that right? That's right. 
That's right. And they're demanding funding for science, too. Science, not just science that corporations want to excuse their their practices, but real science. So the plan is that they're going to be coming down Market Street. Chelsea Mining Plaza tomorrow morning. 11 a.m. And then we're coming down market, heading for Earth Day, which will be at Civic Center. Uh, Civic Center, that'll be going on, but that'll be going on all day. Opening Do I have ceremony it right? at uh, Opening ceremony by Diamond Dave t- um, tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. And I'll then we'll be opening the main stage and um, Amplified Sound at noon, and then in the Dome at 12.30. Perfect. And the Dome is a geodesic dome. Is that what people should look for? That's right, at Civic Center wow. Plaza. So, so it's nice. the Embarcadero BART stop in front of the ferry building for where you're going to go for if you, the March for Science. And it's Civic Center Plaza for Earth Day San Francisco. And that goes on till 6 o'clock. And that'll be going on. And at some point, the March for Science will be coming in and joining us. Is that right? That's right. And Around under the two dome. 2 o'clock, we think. And about 2 o'clock or so, and they'll be holding the workshops. They'll be holding yeah, different events teach-ins. under the dome. Heart Is that right? Space will be holding a African, West African dance. Wow. Um, free lessons from beginner to advanced level. And the Voodoo Cabaret will be playing. And Cat oh, Delic will be playing. Oh, my goodness. And uh, I always had some pictures this morning on Facebook, of course. I was in that huge crowd. And apparently you were, too. I mean, we're talking about a huge crowd. We're talking about Hippie Hill. Are we there? That's right, 420. And it's all connected. And so people and are, uh, we're about to, we're so winding peaceful. up. People Pe- were so crowded, oh, but it was so, so beautiful beautiful. And, beautiful and lovely. And I was, it was such a and, good vibe. And the oldest, in that whole crowd of thousands and thousands of people, as far as I could see, I was one of the OGs. I was there on Hippie Hill when we first were the first ones to call it Hippie Hill. And little, little did we imagine that there'd be those thousands and thousands and thousands of people. The times there are changing. So let's tell, we're about to wrap up. We're right, right again. We are. So I'm leaving it to wrap up. Tell us, uh, tell tell people again. We got the March for Science starting up there, Justin Herman, and we'll- 11 a.m., Chelsea Manning Plaza. That's the Embarcadero BART stop um, in front of the Ferry Building. And that's where people are gathering. They'll be marching down Market Street. And the arrival spot will be Earth Day San Francisco from noon to Till six. Oh there goodness. will be live music and there will oh. be many booths with educational materials for all ages. Um, in the dome, there will be free West African dance lessons around two o'clock, and Voodoo Cabaret will be playing also. They're so good. Cadillac, my son was in that band for a while playing bass. Cadillac himself was, in fact, a bass player for, for George Clinton. So this is in the funk mode. Ron Cat. He has Ron Cat. Ron Cat. Well, I'm certainly looking forward to tomorrow. Oh, Thank you, yeah. Mona Lisa, for all your work on coordinate, helping to coordinate Earth Day for many years now. Um, I'm so honored to have been asked to MC. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm going to be wearing my sunny princess dress from uh, Sunshine Powers, who has love on hate on hate street at the corner hate masonic the big tie-dye shop um she's an amazing designer who actually makes dresses that fit perfectly and they're really funky because they're tie-dyed by jam and ink and um it's a tribute to the summer of love stage music um but it's going to be a beautiful day and uh we'll look for diamond dave in the morning at the main stage around 11 we'll be there also at the main stage till about 12:30. then we'll be in the dome the g the big it's called the radish dome 
dome. And uh, yeah, thanks everybody for listening to the show today. We're gonna get we're cutting out of here. Uh, it's been a beautiful Friday on the Common Thread Collective. Thanks for listening to this show and Women's Magazine and uh, all the shows at Mutiny Radio. We've got a new schedule out, a new flyer, so swing by sometime. Twenty first in Florida, pick up a new flyer or look for them around town. And if you want to be a DJ at Mutiny Radio, you can too. We've got some open spaces and a very uh, cool training program for you. So peace, everybody, and we will see you here next week. But hopefully you'll come out to City Hall for Poems Under the Dome, Thursday the 27th, 530 to 8 p.m. Come a little early for the reception upstairs, second floor. Peace, y'all. Poemdome.net, earthdaysf.org, globalval.blogspot.com, mutinyradio.fm. Peace. And we love you. Greenland, Antarctica, reservoir of ice, twice the size of Texas, melts before our eyes, ocean level rises, it comes as no surprise, and the coastline slips away, soil's exhausted, crops waste away, increased drought and famine, Nothing gold can stay Our endless summer Lasts another day As the seasons slip away Selling out tomorrow for today Another spray Waiting for the snow Warm breeze Unsettled down below Pressure drops and starts to spiral In this climate of denial Temperatures rising Excellent question. I'm so glad you asked. Statistics show that no, no, you should not inject bleach into your eyeball with a needle. Paid for by the committee to stop injecting bleach into the eyeballs with needles.
The Ministry of Lava manages our national lava resources to ensure that we will always have a steady supply of lava to operate the nation's active volcanoes, which in turn power our cities and methamphetamine labs. As a matter of national security, we need to reduce our dependence on foreign lava, which means an expansion of domestic lava drilling. As your chancellor, I will build lava wells all over the country, as well as secure access to more lava fields by invading Hawaii. Imagine orange gold spurting out from school playgrounds on the Great Plains and illuminating the Nebraska sky like fireworks on the 4th of July. Magma oozing over the rolling hills of Kentucky. Volcanic ash settling gently over homes in New England like fresh gray snow. If you want global lava markets to continue to be dominated by terriblest regimes like Iceland, Chile, and the Philippines, vote for my opponent, who sits in their back pocket as comfortably as Pahoehoe on the slopes of Kilauea. If you want the United States to stay competitive in the era of peak lava and beyond, then take a chance on the Chancellor. Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought or two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! We are Unleash the Rain, and we're coming to you streaming live every Tuesday from 4 to 6 p.m. here at MutinyRadio.fm in the Mission in San Francisco. Because we need more rain in San Francisco. Yes, we're still in a drought here in California, but this is a business show, you silly man. Uh, I was hoping for a rain dance. Well, why, that would be a lot of fun, and we do have a lot of fun on the show. What we do is we help small and medium-sized businesses leverage technology to increase revenue and reduce expenses and make it rain for your business. Are you sure it's going to be fun if I listen? We are very fun. We're also real world. We are not messing around. We're going to give you the real deal. Cool. So I can send an email to Vincent at Unleash the Rain or Stacy at Unleash the Rain and ask my business question or my technology question? Absolutely. Ask us your business and technology questions. We would love to answer those on the air. And then listen to our podcast or listen to us live on Tuesdays. And also check us out on Facebook at Unleash the Rain. Well, hey there, 
San Francisco. If you're looking for some delicious late night food, I suggest you mosey on down to Bender's Bar. Inside you can find counter offer, offering you amazing late night food and snacks. Try the chicken biscuit. It's like your stomach's in a tasty tornado. They have exceptionally great daily ground sustainable burgers with sides of tater tots, grilled asparagus, and delicious zucchini. And creamylicious mac and cheese. You like tacos? They got them. And from the specials, very deep fried fish sandwich to a stoner burger with a donut bun. What are those crazy potheads going to come up with next? Go to the counter offer inside of Brenda's Bar at 800 South Van Ness Avenue, San Francisco. It's located between 19th Street and 20th Street in the Mission District. Open seven nights a week from 5 to 10 p.m. or later. Counter offer, son! <laughs> the dictionary definition of the adjective eclectic is selecting or choosing from various sources. When Bay Area musician J.D. Buell brings you Morning Train Wednesday, 10 a.m. to noon on Mutiny Radio, that is exactly what he does. Select music from various sources to give you a unique listening experience. Rock, pop, jazz, bluegrass, gospel, funk, reggae, folk, blues, country and western, electronica, soul, disco, rhythm and blues, punk and post-punk come together with music from around the world with Buell's passionate and down-to-earth delivery. In an age of personal music delivery systems, J.D. Buell carries on the values of progressive FM radio when a listener could actually have a relationship with a programmer, someone who would create an eclectic musical environment wherein both listener and host find fulfillment. The Morning Train with J.D. Buell, Wednesday, 10 to noon on mutinyradio.fm. Freeform Radio for free minds. This is a story of three strangers hosting an open mic. When comics stop being polite and start getting real. This is the Sick Sad Open Mic. Every Tuesday from 8 to 10 p.m. and every fourth Tuesday as our Sick Sad Showcase. Brought to you by Adrian Villalone, Valerie Vernali, and Katie Carnes. See you there, angsties. You're standing on my Little Amsie Divey, a kiddly divey too, wouldn't you? Yes, Mersey Dotes and Dozy Dotes and Little Amsie Divey, a kiddly divey. 